Well, Bobby, how you been? I've been good, and you? Not so bad. It's been a you know, it's been a little while. You just got back from San Diego, right? I did. Yeah, that was a whirlwind adventure. Yeah, uh, you were out there like a week, right? Um, Monday to Sunday. Yeah, that was a uh, that's a fucking trip. God damn. Yeah, you said you had a whole bunch of flights get canceled or whatever. Yeah, my flight got delayed like five times, six times. Would you say you got a second chance? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, no. it was terrible. So I had to be at Chupa. So the flight was supposed to land in Arizona at uh, 11, 12, and then get to Chupa by 12 to be open. And then I got delayed. And we were in the plane, boarded on the tarmac, and then it stopped. And like, yeah, there's a problem. We got to head back to the gate. So we go back to the gate, um, and then it's just like the most vague information ever, right? Like, you guys just need to stay close because this could take 15 minutes. This could take two hours. Perfect. What are they, the cable company? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Jesus. And and you have to stay close just in case. So, like, as soon as I got off the plane, I, like, rushed off that plane. First off, I didn't really want to be on it that much, but I wanted to get to the bar and have a beer. And there's an entire flight that's now going to be waiting for who knows how long, so that bar is going to fill up quick. Uh, I'll be the, the only, first one there. It's the only one close, and they're already, like, three-quarters full, so I get and have a beer and, and then go back to the gate and wait. <laughs> Well, that sounds like a whirlwind adventure, if you will. Whirlwind, yeah. It was Wh- wild. <laughs> whirlwind? Whirlwind? It was the whole world had some wind that day. Listen, I, I'm i surprised I'm even here uh, functioning as a human being today. So, uh, <laughs> But hey, um, that voice you hear, it's familiar. If it's familiar to you listeners, because uh, I have seen some backlogging happening. Appreciates that. Um, IndustrySecretsPod at gmail.com is the email, which I always forget to mention. Um, but yeah, Matt Barrett, um, probably top five episode, uh, hit a hundred downloads. I'll take top five. Yeah. I will absolutely take top five. Most listened to. Yeah, most listened to for sure. Without a doubt. I mean, I'm just, quality just depends on the mood. I mean, like there's, you know, like, you know, the funniest, the the craziest, the, um, they they all kind of have like their own kind of merit in the top, right? Top, top is more like, um, receiving, no giving. It's more like a title rather than a ranking. I the guess. Barrett Merit, we'll call it. There you go. Oh. But I mean, yeah, we finally broke a hundred thousand listeners. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, well, it's an absolute pleasure to be back. Um, especially the only—I think I'm the only reprisal that you've had thus far. Uh, oh no, we've we've had a couple double downs. Yeah, we've uh, had a few double downs. Well, I feel significantly less special now. Well, Josh, I'm literally Stone. locking you down is notoriously hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. I'm the first did, time was much harder. You did call me the elusive time. Matt Barrett yeah. in the yeah. first one, and yes, sir. I'd yeah. like to keep. I'd like to keep that reputation. It was not so elusive this time. You, you were good. Yeah, Maybe, no. I, 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 something I, like honestly, I should. I should be working today, and I found out I didn't have to. Where I, and I could have actually like, <laughs> but but you didn't have to, and you took. <laughs> I that didn't bother moment. telling them like, hey guys, I do actually have the day off, and I could work for you over here. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, no, we have we have more important things to do. Right. Bigger fish to fry. Well, I appreciate you coming on. I'm glad to be back, man. So we've already burned through all the questions, but uh, have you shit your pants recently? Uh, you know, I almost thought about just doing it right before this, so I had some fresh <laughs> yeah. material for you, and I apologize for that use of terminology there. Um, no, but I'm close. Oh, yeah? I started doing this like meal replacement shake in the morning, oh, and yeah. the amount of dietary fiber in there is alarming. <laughs> <laughs> 
I found this out. I didn't take a shit for 48 hours. Oh, dude. But when you did. <laughs> but when you did. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, um, incredible. You might say. Well, fiber helps, right? It's going to make you shit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, but I've been trying to, like, I don't know. I think my body is responding to, like, this is healthy. What? Yeah. When you first go off, and we, we talked about it, I think, with Andy, or maybe someone else and Andy talked to me about it, but, like, I, I got on the psyllium husk, and when you go from, like, beer grease shits to that, it will literally just, like, kind of gunk everything up for a little bit before you get into, like, what is your new normal Gut of, of solid-looking <laughs> poops that you don't have to take 13 times a day. So what got you into starting to take the... The meal replacement. Survival. Yeah. Just, <laughs> to be completely honest. Live my, out this Russian war. My uh, my roommates just moved out, so I've re-roomated. There's been uh-huh. a, lot of, uh, a lot of changes in my household. But she left behind this gigantic bag of Huel. I don't know if you... Am I allowed to say brands? Yeah. Are you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're sponsored, so you got to be careful with that. Yeah. Huel, yeah. hit me up. Cash money's out. Yeah. <laughs> out here with the plug. Um and I was like, dude, you left like this whole like five pound bag of it's a lot. I was like, Do you want that? She says, No, I just left it in case maybe you wanted it. And I was like, Cool, well, uh, I don't feel like making breakfast. So <laughs> what, this, a, uh, this what is a kind thing to like, I didn't know I, I had. I left it for you. Not oh I forgot it. And then So now I, I can pretend to be healthy. That's yeah, pretty cool like, though. Yeah. I take vitamins every now and again. Health, it's his passion. My girlfriend is uh, very adamant that it is not food. <laughs> she is, that's not food. And I was like, well, look at the nutrition fat. I mean, yeah, like, like 40 grams of protein. What is yeah. what is food? First of all, my body doesn't understand health at all yeah. you know, at this point. So I think the initial freak out with my, also with the gut flora and everything was like, my body's like, this isn't poison. Why, why, are, why are you putting this into it? <laughs> Your livers and kidneys are like ready to go. Oh, wait, what? Try to be healthy and everyone's confused, even my body. Yeah. <laughs> even my body. Like, I throw some edibles in that, of course. Well, that's, that's, that uh, goes without saying. That's a constant. That's a constant for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am actually at a point in my life where, um, just for legal purposes, I will not talk about the, the, the volume that uh, I receive, but I, I, I do get a lot of edibles just kind of gifted to me from a friend who works in the industry. And it is to the point where if I just, me and my wife don't, like, just take them just as, like, a casual, like, melatonin before bed. Like, they just stack up to a point that is unmanageable. Nightmare. It's a new pillow. Nightmare. I, honestly, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a weed guy. (laughs) And, uh. You're a weed guy? Here's one thing that I don't fuck with. Fucking edibles, man. Oh, really? It is a tightrope walk. And I'm not, I've never mastered it in my decades of using marijuana products edibles have always been the one to like i'm laying in the fetal position i have the spins when my eyes are open i've got the spins when my eyes are closed like it is just inescapable nightmare oh it is a different monster for sure yeah it's it's gotta be i mean i've i've partaken edibles uh a while back and they can really humble you it's like a point where you're like i didn't really get anything from that and it's kind of a waste i just feel a little more drowsy than i should have didn't really get to enjoy it or what the fuck is wrong with this? Mm-hmm. Like, I have severe anxiety for the next four hours um, and cannot talk. Yeah. I think we kind of covered this a little bit on the last one. We're like, weed just, 
I'm getting to the age now where weed just kind of accentuates mm-hmm. you know, my my social anxiety. Yeah, is so fucking bad. It's I mean it's a it's genuinely like people use it as medicine because it does help. Like yeah. you can do that as opposed to like a pharmaceutical. And you're like I just I, I like the 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 feel of smoking a joint or whatever it is that you partake in, and then it makes me feel a little bit more me. I'm losing that day by day, but I still smoke weed because you know. Well. We 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 did talk because of the weed? We, we did talk about this last time. You're supposed to take a break. You're supposed to take a break. Tolerance breaks are for pussies. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but as you just said, uh, when 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 smoking it is exacerbating my anxiety and not relieving it. I know I'm in a. I know I'm in a. I know I'm in a pickle. I yeah. need to take a break. Have you found that it's not helping as much? You know, I mean, I guess I don't really ever take breaks. Yeah. So I, I mean, if maybe maybe laying off for a couple there are days where i'm like i haven't hit the bed Dude, even time. even 48 hours might surprise you on mm-hmm. like and then and then what's really what i really like about it uh because we're about to travel again to a state that is super uncool um <laughs> so texas uh, well no uh more east and south you can but, say the state bible, I, I, it's I, I don't know. bible belt i think it's tennessee but it might not be but we're i think not, it's tennessee. Bible belt, baby. okay um but in any case so i'll take a slight break there but one of my favorite things is like when when you come back or i'll just take cartridges out there but that doesn't hit like flower does but like when you come back from like 48 hours or 72 hours even just that little bit and you like smoke a solid bowl it's just like your whole face gets numb like you're 17 again you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and like that is enjoyable for a few days while you kind of like saddle back in um, it's, uh, that is one of the parts that I really, I have to remind myself, I'm like, I don't want to take a break just because like you're in a habit, right? We're habitual beings. And so, uh, I'm like, oh yeah, but I get that cool reward when I come back after like a couple days. Dude, I had, uh, two buddies get a one month free gym membership and they're telling me about it. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. You guys are working out, like taking care mm-hmm. of yourself, like kudos. And like, I'm like, what are you doing? They're like the sauna. And I'm like, what? Like <laughs> you're using the sauna? And they're like, yeah, it's, we just use it for the sauna. I was like. Uh, maybe like jog at least and they're like no we're just trying to sweat out some of this THC so we can smoke less amount of weed and get just as high that's that's the goal for a gym membership right there yeah it's like how, like how can I get stoned we go to LA Fitness yeah. and figure this shit out love it they got a solid sauna also I don't know about that because you discussed uh, gym bathrooms in our last oh, episode and uh yeah. If, if the bathrooms are that atrocious, I don't want to know. Yeah, what the how much how looks much poop like. particles is just permeating oh my, my flesh? God. I mean, it, my pores just open. That poo oozes in. I'm I've just, got E. coli just thinking. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. I dude. can't imagine much can survive in there, right? Like, hmm. including you. Yeah, yeah right. like, <laughs> you can't survive. You, a host of tons of bacteria. <laughs> I yeah. mean, bacteria's got to get really hot. That's the problem. It is. Here's the thing. Um, it's probably a lot, but probably less than I would think. It, and it's actually not probably because it's next to the bathrooms. It's probably because um, anyone Just who's worked in man. any sort of retail service and been the new guy, um, people are disgusting and don't Shut clean themselves. Um, it's fucking disgusting. Oh, 20 seconds of hot water, uh, sing the birthday song? Dude, yeah. I don't see that. <laughs> dude, I don't fucking see you that. You see someone mouthing, yeah. Dude, some people you. just don't even wipe. Like you're in the bathroom doing a check, and like you hear like someone like like no. go and then flush, and just like they're walking out the door, and you're just like the craziest part is how many people Ooh. I see walk right out of a stall and don't wash their hands. Like it is that is foul. Like I get is. take a piss, and sometimes you don't wash your hands. You but to take him? a shit, you ever shame? Fuck him? Yeah, you ever like? I definitely looked him? at him like that's gross. Oh, I said shit. 
I, I'll, I will say shit. Like, me and a dude. Shame and ridicule are powerful tools. Yes, they are. Me, me and a dude just, like, using the urinal. Or urinal. He walks out. I go, I'm washing my hands mm-hmm. like a normal, decent mm-hmm. person. And uh, they just storm right out. I'm like, not going to wash your hands? Not going to wash your hands? Like, I yes. will literally vocally mm. call them yeah, out. It's gross. Just like, you're gross, dude. This wandering rhino is nice. It's a... Uh, or, it's called or, the it's called the uh, to Sudan to the, to Sudan the last Sudan Sudan the country. Um, I mean, yeah. the rhino that's a guess I would make. So, huh. for the listeners, this is a, a triple IPA from Tripping Animals. That's delicious. It's very good. It's got a uh, orange blossom honey that is definitely very pronounced on the finish. That's a fact. It's got it's got a lot of residual sweetness hanging out in there, but. The brewery sounds like it's coming for all the animal adjective concepts out there. Trapped animals are like, we're coming for you. There's quite a few of those. Well, I mean, it's... Is there a brewery called Trapped Animals? Or is it... Tripping. 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 Tripping Oh, oh. Listen, I'm fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I heard Trapped Animals, and I was like, that's hilarious. They're all traps. Well, I mean, that is... uh, I've always just thought it was like... um, uh, proper noun adjective, but like, uh, and maybe Liz has got that kind of perspective because she comes from the wedding pig, but she's always like, uh, it's animal adjective. That's how you name everything now. And I was like, well, that actually sounds kind of fun. <laughs> like, well, it, it makes things easy. It, it is. I mean, I, I work, well, I'm at Golden Pineapple, uh, as we all know, but every single other one of our concepts is Sleepy Whale. It's 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 yeah the tired but tortoise the prop the problem is the tired tortoise <laughs> I mean the wandering tortoise sorry <laughs> I just which I don't I, which liter- I, alliteration is like I, I don't favorite. think that's in our in our umbrella anymore actually I I, 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 might, shit. I might be wrong about that don't don't kill me L- L- listen don't come for me yeah we're not here to ask you how mob money works continue I I don't know how money works in general <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch um, the Disney program with Forky, what is money? I left more confused. <laughs> there's a Disney what, what, what there's is a Disney money? production? What is it like Mad Money with that guy that fucking yells about <laughs> stocks like and a, shit? It's like a short, you know, like a fifteen minute film trying well, to teach they, kids they, about they, dollar they, figures and then it's like get a Roth IR I four oh one K it's like get, get a Roth four one IRK, get a travel business expense with Disney points for your parents. <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> like, episode of Sesame Street I've ever It's all teaching you how to like make oh, enough money to oh, go to Disney. Get an LLC, open up a five one three C and hide your money from the government. You're and like, then thank get you, Forky. Pass for twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Walt Disney, you bastard. Uh, that guy's gonna come back. He's frozen. Frozen dude. He's ready to come just back. Come back is like a Listen, if any of these guys like Frozen the movie, if any of these guys come back Futurama style, like just head frozen and it like works, like listen, I'm I'm all about like futurism and like science fiction. I love it, but I swear to God, if they miss the opportunity to just attach that head to a fucking mech, I will be so fucking pissed. Like, what is the point of all of this militarism if we're not going to just attach Walt Disney's frozen alive now head to a giant fucking mech with missiles? You know we're getting there. And you know that mech's going to have a huge dick. Dude, I, I just... <laughs> it's going to have a penis on it. Mickey Mouse hands. Dude, I just want one arm to just be one giant scud missile. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was just talking about Disney the other day. Oh, there's good a, conversation. There's a lot of phallic imagery. Oh, in, those guys, in like in the old schools or old, in the old animators, like you know, they get they're they're they're, they're cheeky. They're rascals. One of the best, uh, like overly sexualized 
cartoon that's ever happened. It was in one specific episode. Baby. Well, Sorry. it was in a specific episode of South Park <laughs> okay. where Thumper had me sweating. In South Park, they have whatever the two kids like they like meet like say that they're gay lovers, and they're like we're not, and then they finally embrace it, and then at the end, there's just like a picture book flipping of probably thirty images mm-hmm. of like them kissing in this like anime style thing. And I'm dying oh, the laughing. Ya- the Yaoi episode. Yeah, and yep. I'm sitting there laughing so hard because I'm like, dude, they didn't need to do this, but the writers, uh, it was Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. It's like, how genius of them to be like, you want to fuck with the writer or with the art, like the art department today? Just make them have to Require draw them to draw up. like 30, 40, like, of ch- butter, like butters school, making out with like, an anime like character. Elementary school kids, like, in like hentai form, Jeez. like softcore porn, I was like, "This is the funniest thing in the world." That is, they per- just did that. Uh, Trey Parker, Max Stone just did that like 25th anniversary mm-hmm. South Park at, concert at Red Rocks. Red Rocks. I watched a good oh, portion man. of it. it was they, amazing. Yeah, I think the live stream is on YouTube. I haven't watched a whole live stream, but I saw a bunch of clips from mm-hmm. it, like on random reels and stuff. It was like amazing. That. Oh my god! Like, like they're they're getting fairly you well, know, yeah, quite I a mean, bit older, and they, no I mean, not like old old men, but like. They've got to be in their like late forties or fifties, maybe fifties. They're in their fifties. They're in their fifties and like jamming out, but still playing guitar, singing, like what's, having a what's good old time. Insane is being how, hilarious. What is interesting to me, and it's not even a Simpsons versus South Park, because they, I think they both do the same thing through different lenses. Wasn't but, there a crossover? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've done stuff, it, but what what I'm saying is, is like, especially with just the two dudes, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, versus like the Simpsons. And again, they they both do the same thing culturally. But The Simpsons is like a, a production team at Fox. And they have remained influential, culturally relevant, and like not in a cringe or disconnected way. Like those guys like have a perspective that every time some shit hits the zeitgeist, which is more often than ever all the time, they somehow they don't have some tired ass take that everyone started hearing. It's like it continues to be this breath of fresh air where it's like, yeah. Are you thinking of The Simpsons? Or in South Park? They, they both do, but oh. just through different perspectives. But totally. these two dudes, impressively, by themselves, for the most... I mean, they have a great team and stuff like that, but they don't have this huge Fox production. It's these two dudes that have had this mission and this vision between the movies like Orgasmo and Basketball, between South Park and all the other projects they've done, Team America, World Police. You know, these things are all inherently political. It, it, the world is inherently political. I hate when people say, like, let's not make it political. It's... Politics is what dictates how the rules that run your life work. Like, everything is. So, like, they've just always been able to, like, be relevant in a way that is, like, just like The Simpsons. It's digestible to your average person, but if, like, you get interested in something like that, there is so much more, right? Do you ever watch Seven Days to Air? No, I don't think it's so. There, it's like the little documentary of how they make an episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, oh. they literally have seven days from the release of oh. the episode, they have oh, one week, seven days. I listened days to like a to create an long entire podcast episode. where they, they talk. They're, originally, they're like cutting of these cardboard things, like yep. literally. And like, yeah, I I don't know that I saw that documentary, but I thought I listened to a podcast. It was the it's, same thing. I feel, like, I feel like that's, but that's why it gives such like biting social commentary. Like, as they do because they're so fucking current on oh, shit. Yeah. Like something happens and like, dude, they got a fucking episode coming up in six days about yep. that shit. And that's why it's like, this is fucking relatable. Like you said, easily, easily digestible. When you watch and you're like, how are they already talking about this? Yeah. Right? Like they, they waste no time. I mean, I guess the production is somewhat simple. Like you said, they have a great team now. They don't have, it's not back in the yeah. you know, <laughs> bare bones yeah, days where they're cutting shit out and doing stop motion. 
It's, but I think I, I've always valued that about that show, specifically South Park. I know Simpsons kind of does it in the, a different lens, but well, well, they do it in the fact that they're predicting the future through like social commentary instead of like having a, a something political to say. They're just like, hey, based on you know what is in the zeitgeist, like this is what these are the absurd. They're like this is the absurdity of what could happen, like predicting Donald Trump's election and like things like of that nature right? they're uh, I'm glad you picked up on my cue they got I'm ready for never ever in, insider trading on uh like social information like right like things that are gonna go on they just got mm-hmm. like you know someone they got someone tight whispering they're like this is about to happen dude it is it is pretty uncanny like it is it you know correlation is always just what it is but like it is interesting to see how many things that are kind of wacky that the Simpsons have just outright predicted, and you're just like, "I've seen a lot of." The is lore. there a time I've traveler a on the writer staff? Sure. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> like the Donald doing? Trump poster one. Yeah, they, like from the escalator or whatever. Yeah, like they're like they predicted that. I'm like, yeah, there's, but but is it a thing of where they've just done so much shit now that we can just draw parallels? Yeah. I think, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm Simpsons sure some, has gotten I'm too sure close are, on too many things. Way too close. Like some are like, okay, wait a minute, but there yeah. is also they've been around for as long as I've been alive. Like, they got a super they, they have their been, team. T- to put it in perspective, they've been on primetime television since we were children, mm-hmm. and they, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Gunsmoke, oh, yeah. Gunsmoke was like the longest running one, and people thought it was never going to get beat for a long time because it was like during the Western era when like that's just like one of three shows on, and it was like a hard record to kind of beat. And The Simpsons has just kept it going and going, and it's just like, holy shit. How'd you feel about the movie? Oh, the, they only made the one, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, so, the last so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like so, traps, uh, Springfield, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that that's a really great Stephen King book, uh, Under the Dome, which is great. It's it's literally like the same plot line. So, um, and, and it's kind of stolen from that. And, and that's what The Simpsons says. It borrows from culture, right? And I watched that movie in the theater. Um, I... And I talk about it a lot on the podcast. I'm a fan of storytelling, right? So, like, <clears throat> that Simpsons movie doesn't, per for the way I understand it, fit into the context of the show. It is the story of the Simpsons told in a shorter format from a different point of view. And it's interesting and fun, and it was cute, and... I've only ever watched it once, yeah. so that that is that is what it is. I think I saw it in theaters. Uh, me too. I saw it in theater. <clears throat> I, I, I think I worked at the theater when it came out. I downloaded it, like torrented it, because I'm a piece of shit. And I'm we got you. Not giving them fucking money. All right, come in, boys. You got them. Yep. Uh, yeah, band. <laughs> getting banned right now. They're outside. Ben Vandermeer comes down with handcuffs. <laughs> in no, in no fucking world. Yeah, in no world would that happen. <laughs> He's been working on it. This, ben, like, this case go, for years. Can we go talk? <laughs> <laughs> Still love you, Ben. <laughs> He's a goddamn saint. You just cannot you cannot talk about that man unaffectionately. It's just, yeah. it's I don't I just don't y- think it's y- yeah. it's allowed. Yeah. It's it's like a social rule everyone follows. So handsome. Yeah, your social scre- social credit score goes down if you talk bad about Ben Vandermeer. It doesn't help you. It just doesn't help you at all. But you know what we could do is we, talk shit about everybody else. And speaking of that, <laughs> I brushed up on our last conversation before this podcast. I listen to it every day. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's how, we, that's how we got I'm here. all the streams. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sharing this to you every single person. You never did tell us that kickout story. Wait, what? Oh, I'm down. I'm down. Let's get it going. Um, so, <laughs> to, 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 brush, to, to brush everybody else up on Previously the, uh, on. Previously 
on industry secrets. Um, so there was a very intoxicated gentleman who was probably like, I, I, I assume this is the one we're referring to. Um, that in the following evening, yes. How's his levels looking? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bouncing. Okay. But, yeah. um, Bring it a little closer. There you go. Yeah, we can get there. Keep where you were. We so um, there was a fellow that was maybe like 140 pounds soaking wet. Mm-hmm. So he's a big boy. Oh, just a monster. You know, he's, the, a, he's a thick girl. The ego was massive. Let's put it that way. Uh, everything else. Like a lot it. of undeserved uh, entitlement. So um, he he came in with some friends and that's I just saw him kind of bouncing around the bar and uh, he wasn't really hanging out on my side. So I didn't really have to worry about him. Where were you at? Uh, this was the yeah, the old yucca. OK. Tap. Hell yeah, baby. Yeah. Um. Most of the, most of the fodder. Yeah, were you working there then? I was uh, okay. like just a couple nights a week yeah. at the time, um, but uh, it seemed like every night turned into just there's it's there's a demographic there mm-hmm. there there just is um, <clears throat> there's great people, great fantastic people that go in there, but then there's a very very significant other end of the spectrum that it, you know you would hope few and far between. They show up yep. almost every time. Um, so this guy was uh, hanging out with his buddies, and I think they were hanging out in the Electric Bat Arcade. Okay. Uh, were you in, like, that main side working, or were you on the I was on the side? lounge side, the craft okay. side, um, which, you know, the craft side definitely, even, even between those three rooms, mm-hmm. there is such a m- massive spectrum of the demographic there. Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> you have, <clears throat> I'm sorry, you have the pinball guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more of the dive bar. Like I've been coming here since 1974 yep. when it was, you know, I show up on Christmas and just dudes in cowboy hats sit, sipping there. It's, it's, they have a whole different side over there. And then with the craft beer side, uh, they have, you know, more craft enthusiasts, mm-hmm. you know, diff- and you know, we can, we can all agree there's an elevated a lot, clientele, a lot of walks of life, but yeah, yeah. people that don't aren't surprised by a, Eleven dollar pour sometimes. Yeah. A lot of walks of life is an interesting way to say that. Continue. <laughs> well, some of them, some of them probably crawling out of the <laughs> this guy was crawling. Well, I, I actually, <clears throat> just just so you're aware, um, as per your request last episode, your next question is yucca creatures. So yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I can go off. I, I can go off on that one. Yeah. <clears throat> so to get back to the specific, um, this guy was. Basically not hanging out on my demographic side. Yeah. So I didn't really have to see him a lot. His friends disappeared, and I'm assuming because his, he got way too drunk. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to have anything to do with him. So now what you have is this free radical. Just this... <laughs> this cancer-causing this cell bumping, neuron, bumping, or, bumping around your bouncing body. Bouncing around. And uh, there were three nice young women having a conversation at the bar. I'm just making sure the kid... Uh, is behaving themselves when they come home. Oh, okay. I was so, wondering what you were watching over there. Uh, uh, yeah, I got uh, I got live feed uh, cameras outside the house. Like, um, is that the van pulling up outside? Well, they're riding the bus home, and, uh, you know, just to throw the kid under the bus a little bit, uh, just want to make sure that they're not bringing over anyone they're not supposed to to the house to, like, hang I out and like bother my dogs. throw the kid under the bus was a really bad use of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting off the bus, and we'll throw him under, bus leaves. But, Listen, uh, if it, but if the kid goes under the bus, he'll also see it. And you've got that on, like, a two-minute... Auto record. It's it's closed circuit. Well, that's yeah. It's closed circuit at my house, but that's live on my phone. 
I have the same things in my house, so I can yell at my dog. Well, it's it's just outside <laughs> to make sure that, like, when my kids coming home from the bus, they get home safe, and I just don't want any of their... You got it. Oh, no, I got, I got cameras all over my crib. Yeah. Trust me. That's, yeah, toilets, like, showers. Listen, we know how I am about surveillance. I'm secretly in the vents. We yeah. know how Alex <laughs> is about the surveillance state, so, you know, just saying. Just saying. Uh, I would never install Ring. It's not for me. Um, I understand people in, like, rural areas should probably have Ring, um, just because that's how life is out there, but, like... In the city, I'll just do closer. Yeah, thanks. Well, does it you have like a database? Too? Yes, yeah, and, and police will that. show up and be like, "Oh, hey, you're registered to ring. Can we have your footage?" So, like, if I have a closed circuit that is installed by me and only I know that it's operational, like, yeah. then I don't get bothered. I use the Amazon one, the Blink. Is it good? I need to get some. Yeah, they're, they they've been fine. I don't know if they like. Aren't they trying to like map the inside of people's house with Roombas right now? They can map the inside of my ass. That was that, sorry. I I've pr- as I, long as I, you're proposed that cleaning? as a question, and it wasn't. Roombas <laughs> can do whatever they yeah. want. <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, it, I completely derailed. Um, no, you didn't. Alex did. <laughs> well, one of you asked me a, about this. So. He's a fucking storyteller. Okay. Um, so this fella, as I said, now he's completely obliterated and just kind of doesn't doesn't have his group anymore uh-huh. so he's just kind of bouncing around to people and that's all okay right. that's okay little guy like, you'll <laughs> be all right but uh these three nice like women were clearly like getting done off a shift one of them was in scrubs so oh, they had a long day long day this is like immediately post covid lockdown shift. yeah so you know shout out to our health professionals and you know people that work in healthcare, but these girls don't want shit to do with him, and he's kind of just still bobbing and weaving behind him. And mm-hmm. they're and one of the girls, I, I could easily pick up on this immediately. One of the girls was, you know, normally they'll give you like an uncomfortable look, mm-hmm. like can you do something to intervene? And absolutely any day of the week, absolutely, yeah, like just give me the green light. But this girl would just turned around and fucking told him off, and I was Fuck like, yeah. let's go, <laughs> like yeah, I, I was like. Proud of you. But I was like, I still got you either way. She was like, dude, I'm just trying to talk with my fucking friends and you're bothering. And I was like, okay. I was like, hey, man, like, go find your friends. Yeah. Like, I was like, you came in here with other people. Please go back to your friends. Like, stop bothering these women. Yeah. They don't want to Good talk call. to you. And he goes, oh, I, where are my friends? I was like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. And then he was, I was like, dude, but if you don't leave them alone, I'm going to take your beer and you have to leave. Yeah. And he goes, take my beer then. So, um, I have, were you working? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I, I stopped everything. I, was, I mean, we were busy too, but yeah. I stopped everything I was doing is this is a little more important. So he was, he, he's drinking a, he's got a bottle of Bud Light about a quarter of the way full. Uh-huh. Really warm. So it's been nursing, <laughs> he's been nursing for a while and he goes, take my beer then. I was like, okay, obligation. Yeah. Granted, like yep. I, I was no problem. And then I, I kind of. You know, elevated the dickish element to like dump it out very dramatically in front of him uh-huh. of like bye yeah like you can go now yeah that's the uh, the the little sands falling out of the hourglass like, oh it just move along you know like literally no problem but yep. so now it's like now that I've taken your drink per law now you have to you are being escorted out of the building yep I made the mistake of not exactly escorting him uh-huh. um, so he went out the front door. But just as easily, comes right back. Doubled right way. back into the other side that uh-huh. I couldn't see. And then I hear a shout and a commo- and Like mind you, we're closing anyway. Yeah. Like, no one was being served after that anyway. Um, 
they were already mopping up on the other side. I mean, literally, like, we were in shutdown mode. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear, again, I hear this commotion and yelling. And I was like, I just know it's that guy. Oh, it's just the, the pit. Like, you like, just I like know it. The one guy that I, I tried to take out of here because mm-hmm. I knew he was going to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, cool, I did my duty. I'm going to go back to making this guy's drink and start closing up. <clears throat> and then I hear a tussle on the other side. And I was like, I know exactly who the fuck did that <laughs> shit. And uh, so I come over, and this guy is laid the fuck out in the bathroom. Like, on the ground, in the <laughs> stall. Blood, Just like cartoony oh, shit. no. Blood pouring from his fucking nose. So apparently he came back in, started some shit with somebody else. My manager was just like, hey, everybody needs to leave. He actually told them they couldn't go and use the bathroom. They just walked in. It's like, oh, my God, like, whatever. So he apparently came back in, got tough with another guy. And Listen, uh, I'm not done there. Dude, he got fucking leveled. So his nose is just gushing blood. He just decked him. He's so he's gushing, right? Like, he's he's folded on the floor. I hear, hey, come come make sure this guy doesn't leave. Because, you know, we're going to go call the police. But I'm like, I don't want... I, I, this guy's a volatile person. So Why is this my problem now? <laughs> I, don't know who the, I don't know who the fuck hit him. But they were gone. Feels like I'm co-signing it's the right move, this. right? You what, deck a motherfucker and then leave. That's... Oh, oh absolutely. Y- who the fuck sticks around to explain well, it? Well, we were closing, too. So literally everybody was on their way out. Mm-hmm. So if he just popped in the bathroom and some dude's just finishing up a fucking piss, mm-hmm. starts... Like, so he got fucked up. Oh, so you think that's what happened? He got, he went in the bathroom when someone else was in there and then... It had to be. I mean, he wasn't allowed back in. We weren't serving anymore, but like we didn't have security sitting out front yeah. at, at that particular moment. So I go over and I look in the bathroom and of course I'm like, of course it's you. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to do a favor, bro, and I tried to get you out of here. And he looks at me and I'm like, you okay, man? Like you know, just doing the thing. I'm like, dude, you're really hurt. Like yeah. you need to lay down, and we have 911 coming. Sir, sir, you're bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being completely empathetic. I'm like, I, I didn't want to see this little guy get yeah messed oh, up. Yeah. But here we are. Here I am. And he's like, "Where are my fucking friends?" And I was like, <laughs> that's "Well, a, that's a deeper question than you think." I was like, "I think your friends." I was like, <laughs> so, "So, I mean, what I said in that exact moment, because I'm a smartass, I was like, "Oh, your friends are coming." And I'm talking about the police that we have recently yeah, yeah. fucking called. Yep. So Tempe's fine as we're on their way. But uh, then he's looking at me, and he starts using homophobic slurs towards ah. me and calling me a bitch. And, and I was like, I had to reiterate. I was like, hey, man, like, I'm not the guy that hit you. Yeah. I know we had a little bit of an issue that I don't think you even remember. <laughs> but yeah, that thing's long gone. <laughs> he, uh... So then he starts to get up, and I was like, do not do that. Like, just lay down, yeah, man. Like, take a seat over here, here, bro. We have people coming to help you. Just relax. Yeah. And he's really upset with me. So I was like, okay, I got I to gotta start backing up. So I start giving him his space. Like, I'm not going to let you approach me. And I take a few steps back, and he keeps walking towards me and going, what? What? What a bold man. Dude, he's so small. <laughs> dude, like his head, it, the top of his head got to like barely my fucking chin. Yeah. Like this guy, I was like, dude, don't make me do this. Like, I don't. Yep. 
It's it, the, the reluctant, like, God damn it, I'm going to throw well, out my well, back. And the thing is, like, I didn't want you to get hit by someone else. So that means I also don't want to hit you. Like, Well, here's like, and the other thing, dude. Keep in mind, he's completely covered in his own fucking blood. Oh, yeah. Do not Gross. touch me, yeah, homie. That's disgusting. Do not touch me. <laughs> So he keeps walking towards me, and I'm, I I take a few steps back to create space, and I was mm-hmm. like, dude, like, do not do that. Please stop. And he wanted to get, like, a couple inches from me, and at that point, I was like, well, the, the verbal. Mm-hmm. So I gave him a little bit of a shove into the wall. And just to, I don't know, we'll say it again, create space. Yeah. <laughs> so he hit the wall, and at that point, he spit on me. Oh, no. Um, keep in mind, there's blood yep pouring out of his nose at the time so it was a combination of spit blood and i'm assuming snot and this is again right after the pandemic yeah you know after but but like we just reopened yeah everything was hand sanitizer fucking everywhere Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden this dude spits like four different kinds of bodily fluids on him dude i a, a spit in the face or just at all is just like the most disrespecting thing like it takes a lot for me to see red but that is like boom like i'm there like be prepared for war i i and again he's at this point he's kind of like against the wall but once he spit on me i closed the gap again and gave him one more little toss but he's drunk as fuck Uh slipped up a little bit and i saw him smack the shit out of his head on the ground oh where his like arms and legs stiffed out a little bit. <laughs> this you know immediate rigor mortis. Like the, the oh shit. Yeah. Like he, he, I've seen it in UFC. Like I stretched this, this motherfucker out. <laughs> Unintentionally. I didn't mean to. The dude just didn't have his footing behind him. And Listen, he, bro. He, 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 at least he was playing, playing a work. Losing, you're playing yeah. a losing game. His buddy. equilibrium probably wasn't top notch. Just playing a losing game. and uh, But I did like clutch over him after that. Oh, Is yeah. that what you fucking wanted? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, literally, I was, I was fired up after well, that. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you got a spike up to like you, you you talk that shit so you don't fucking hit him again because you're just so fucking to, it's like to get me there it's like now mm-hmm. i have to wind down so it's either now that you're out i'm gonna keep talking some shit while you're out or i'm gonna hit you again yeah no which which is the bad thing i'm not trying to catch a charge <laughs> yeah. because yeah. some fucking i'm not trying to make you brain dead because i'm travis <laughs> came into my fucking bar and started oh little t i know little t <laughs> uh i felt bad for the guy so so let me tell you right now, there is nothing more awkward than leaning on an assailant as the police show up shining their fucking flashlight oh, on you. Oh, yeah. When you're the guy pinning down the bloodied up dude. So as soon as I saw Officer whoever from Tempe Police Department shine his flashlight, you're I was like, like, hey, wrong guy. First of all, <laughs> hey, can forever. But, uh, <laughs> so I don't like that interaction from the jump. But I was like, hey, uh, do you want me to get off of him? Like, I'm, I, I, I put my hands up and everything. I was like, just so you know, like, I'm, I work here. Yeah. I'm just trying to make sure this guy is restrained until you can do it for us. Yeah. Um, he was like, is he fighting? He I was, was like, 125%. Yes, yeah. he's fighting. Uh, he, he kept trying to spin on us. Like, we had him pinned down for a little while. But as soon as Tempe got him, like, yeah. I helped him handcuff him. And they were like, we have another officer who's going to come tape, take a statement from you. Yeah. I pretty much told him the exact thing I'm saying on here because legal. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other story. To, there's no other story to give. Yeah. I'm just not trying to incriminate myself. This is all storytelling. Um, they were like. These are all fabricated stories. Dude, he was 
they had to put a spit bag on him. He was fighting the EMTs. He was fighting the fucking police. A spit bag? Do you know how unruly you got to be to, like, just put a bib on your face? Well, and also the, uh, like, fighting the EMTs. They're like, why am I dealing with this? I make $16 an hour. I like, felt fuck ter- off. I felt fucking terrible for him. I was like, dude. And, like, so they strapped into the fucking stretcher. I could hear him screaming from inside the fucking bar. And they were out in, like, you know mm-hmm. how big that fucking parking lot is. Mm-hmm. They were way out in the middle, like, towards the other fucking... The other building, yep. the adjacent one. So when I'm giving my statement, I can hear this guy screaming. And you could tell the cop, like, the one that was talking to me was just like, you could, he didn't say it because he couldn't, but <laughs> you could tell he was like, oh my God, I hope you hit that motherfucker yeah. at one point. Yeah. And I'm not going to say whether or not I did. Well, there's a, there's good, <laughs> there's for sure, like, you know, great cops out there that are just like regular people that are trying to like uphold some some solid values, and they have to deal with some bullshit. They're like, some people deserve to get fucking clocked in the face. Like when I got my bike stolen out of my backyard, um, I found it, and when I called These the cops, cops held this motherfucker down for me. And uh, so I'm on the phone with the cops, and they get there, and I'm like explaining, like it's my bike, like all the, these things. It was here. And now it's now on it's their trailer, <laughs> right? It's on their trailer right there, and I prove it. And so the guy's like, well. Do you want to press charges? Like, do you want to be part of a, uh, like a, uh, like a, a... Do you want to make us work? Oh. No, he was down. So oh, I was like, okay. do you want to do this, like, witness, whatever thing, like, or like a, I don't know what he called it. And I was like, oh, do you think anything's going to happen if I do? And he's like, I don't think so. I don't think anything will happen. Like, we can't prove that they stole it because they said they bought it. Uh, but I can show you the serial number that I bought. Yeah. Well, they said they bought it in Mexico and are bringing it back. I'm like, no, it's... They stole it from my backyard and bring it to Mexico to sell. And he's like, I know, but, like, this is what we do. Like, right? Like, so I can't prove that they stole it in this aspect, but if you want to press charges, we'll go through this motion. So I asked him, I was like, hey, can we, would it anything come of it? And he's yeah. like, I don't think much would. I go, then just give me my bike back. He's like, cool, I'll go get your bike. And hopefully one of these guys acts up so I can take him to jail. Right? Like, he knew, he's like, I I yeah. know that they stole this from your backyard. They're your fucking neighbors down the street. But we I had the problem with this, I but I can't shit do about anything. it until they... Exactly. Until they fucking act like they probably were going to act from the exactly. Yeah. Right. So he's like, "Well, hopefully we can put these guys in jail. Like, like hopefully one of them acts up." And like, so like, it's the same thing where that guy's like, that cop was like, "God, I really hope he got fucking thumped hard, man." Like, I, I got to deal with him. I could feel it because I mean, dude, I I heard him screaming at the fucking police and screaming at the MTs and like, there's two people I feel bad for, right? The drunk people that I send from a bar into a fucking Uber. I'm so sorry. To those Uber like drivers. they had to go. Yeah, <laughs> they had to go. That's what I told Rogers when I dropped off Dell at Chuba one time. I'm so sorry. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Lyft drivers and Uber drivers. So like, if you think about it from a bartender's perspective, we are the ones getting people to the point where, like, okay, buddy, you are no longer acceptable for pu- for public anything. Yeah. And then we go. Here, meet this guy, Tim. <laughs> and he'll give you a ride home. He's got 4.8 stars. I'm so sorry, Tim. Like, I'm sorry for what I do to you. You seem like a really nice person. Yeah. However, but the, the I've pe- been working for 12 hours, and I need to get drunk. So, Have you uh, physically ordered an Uber for someone on someone else's phone? Um, so... <laughs> I've done it that sounds like he- so many times. Yeah. Where people are like, looking at it. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're cut off, and you got to go. And they're like, okay. I'm like, so get your ride however you need to leave. You're not driving. Um, if I see you clutching your keys, I'm going to snatch them out of your hands. Yeah. Uh, and then what Arizona, are you going to do? Call shout out Arizona Dram Laws. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, one of the best 
things I ever heard uh, was when I first was opening the Beer Research Institute and Matt Trathway was like, if someone's overserved and they're trying to go and they're going to drive, take the keys from them and keep them behind the bar. Unless and you want to be and go, if they criminally wanna, liable. Yeah, if they want to do anything, tell them to call the cops to get their keys back. Like, if, they, if you can see them walking an Uber, give them their keys. For sure. But it's if more, they do it's, that, it's what are they It's way more do? worth it to deal with that, to have that interaction with the authorities than risk somebody hurting somebody, killing somebody on their way home. Oh, yeah. And then all that liability falls back on yep. you. So I have absolutely... Even though you gave them water and tried to do everything you could do. Like, there, yeah. there's some Victorian... Victorian antiquated fucking oh, yeah. uh, verbiage in that law. Well, so, so the when when it happened because I've done it probably f- at least five times um, where someone's like, "Hey, can you call me a cab?" And I'm like, "Absolutely. Let me see your phone." And then I search Uber on their phone or Lyft, or whatever. I go, "What's your address? I got this going for you." And then I just order their a lot of times right on their it, phone because the I'm not going to pay for yeah. it. Oh, I, hell no. I've helped a few uh, beer reps that couldn't handle their shit. Um, not suppliers. <laughs> we're a we're a different uh, level of listen i'm not gonna talk shit about my peers like that uh no i've had to help out a few distributors that couldn't hang uh distributor reps uh rather um <clears throat> and a lot of times and thankfully uh what's nice and i have it set up in my own just in case i ever get too much is like oh home and cool here we go and you're off <laughs> like yeah. i don't even need you to interact with me right now i'm just yeah and i've sit, been, been talking to someone i'm like mm-hmm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Like they forgot they handed me their phone. I'm like, I've done uh-huh. it to really nice people too. They're no, no, like, that's what like, I'm saying. Is like I we're having a great conversation. Yeah, yeah. You and forgot like, you handed me your phone to yeah. get you an Uber, and then they're like, uh, "You want to go get a drink?" I'm like, "No, I called you an Uber. Like you're leaving. That's shot up in three minutes. Yeah, yeah. You're not coming to the I'm next spot, spot with us. So what yeah. happens when you get the insufficient fund notice on their phone? Uh, actually, what? Actually, well, it that's is. To me, man. It is, but they will give you one. On the house, so if you've put yourself in that position, you're irresponsible, sir. The guy that threw up on my bar that I tried to help get home that one time was yeah. it irresponsible, man? Probably not the most <laughs> responsible person I've ever well, met my entire life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, it it depends on like. So I mean, say it with me. Um, <laughs> and the one is we would it, it didn't matter just getting people home safe. Like we actually ended up in a dram shop cage, which is back to that antiquated law bullshit because it's like. We're like the fourth stop on homegirls' fucking tirade before yep. everything went to shit. And it's like, um, so we served her one drink. She was immediately clocked as intoxicated when she kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, bolstered her like, you know, endurance and stamina to like order a drink because anyone it, who's a drunk knows that you can like literally just be like, and come alive for a, it is a like storm. long enough to get a drink and then you're back to sloppy. We clocked her. She barely took two drinks. We got that drink out of her hand. Yep. She was gone. Um, tr- she was waiting for a cab that we called and then took off. Like, yeah. but then it's astonishing. They're, they're still trying to hi- hold us liable, and it's like, you guys con- are wild. How a consumer can order a beer and be all right, but as soon as they're done ordering and you handed it to them, you're like, oh my god, yeah. it's like, like taking off a corset. You're like, like what'd, <gasps> you give, what'd you give her a 10.5% triple? Yeah. You're like, no, it was a 4.5% goza. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> but they yeah. weren't able to say the words. Yeah. Like, well, and sometimes, like, it's just that lat that just one more whiff of ethanol into your system is like, and just puts it down. Yeah, we've all been there. But yeah, I mean, I've hit the wall like that crazy. Would you have me another beer? Absolutely. I, I feel so bad in the fridge. I feel like I need to go with a second little fridge, so you're not always just Yeah, just to fashion. have, like, everyone on their own side yeah. has Listen, their own. Listen, acts of service is part of my lovely. I appreciate buddy. it. So He's been doing this for a long time, man. He's good at it. He's not losing it anytime uh, soon. So, 
at I was working over at the uh, I, I, I just to follow up. I have a story. <laughs> um, oh, yes, sir. This was a fella that previously worked for the company I was working at at the time. Which and, was? Uh, it's a <laughs> it's a huge brewery. Um, uh, Pedal House. <laughs> I don't know if you know Doc Osborne. Just one of the best fucking people in the goddamn world. What a saint. What a saint. Um, so this guy had worked there. <laughs> This guy is Topo Chico. I was just said, saying I, I, Dude, that is ASMR. What is that? Uh, 60 PSI? <laughs> this thing is entering my bloodstream as kind of, I drink it. What kind of PSI you run on that Topo, baby? <laughs> well, it's uh, um, oddly, this Topo doesn't have any alcohol in it. so it's just I've also <laughs> never seen a plastic bottle Topo. Yeah, when I grabbed it, I was, it felt dirty. <laughs> I just feel like, what kind of plastic do you have to put that in to contain I remember the, the amount first, of carbonation in that shit? I remember the first time I went to go grab a San Pellegrino out of a door, and it was plastic. I almost fucking fainted. <laughs> Holy shit. What was trash. it the aranchata? Because that shit's bomb. The, the blood orange. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that also reminded me. Someone I said I read a tweet this morning just for whatever reason. It said, "Imagine JFK trying to pronounce horchata," and just as a regional person of the Southwest, I found that very entertaining. Horchata, horchata. <laughs> Ask not what horchata can do for you. Horchata. <laughs> no, my, uh, my girlfriend has an Australian cousin, and recently we asked him to say portfolio. <laughs> Arnar, <laughs> my part Farley R. <laughs> Why all the fucking R's, boy? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so calling people Ubers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this dude used to work at Pedal House. We had a whole new management team. I knew him because I'd been there for a while. None of the management team knew this guy. Staff. He came in and customer. Threw, he was he's ex staff. Okay. So, but as a customer there, he used to work there. So he threw up all over the fucking bar, and the manager was like, "Hey, I know you're super busy at the bar right now, but hey, <laughs> hey, but do you know how to use a mop? Can, can you stop everything that you no? It, it was oh, to remove him. Literally mitigation. Absolutely. Oh, oh so shit. They, they were like, hey, he used to work Jesus, here. Sorry. We don't fucking know him. That was 60 PSI. You know him. Like, can you reason with this fella? Yeah. I was like, I think so. <laughs> we'll I, I, find I, out. I like to think that I'm an affable person. <laughs> if but... I can't and it goes to fisticuffs, that's all right. Too. Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. No, he was he was like frat trash. Like, this guy <laughs> just... Jacked, bro. I, yeah. Just I, bricks for hands. Just... <laughs> Like mainlining B twelve every day. This guy was fucking. Just like, like, I'm gonna really have to talk. So this guy he's out sitting here. there with you know vomit all over himself, oh. and uh, I I leave my busy bar shift and I come around and go, hey buddy, how you doing? <laughs> hey, what's up? I was like, hey, you, you kind of puked everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I know, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's okay, man. He was like instantly just this big softy apologetic yeah, guy. Yeah. And I was like, it's cool, dude. Like, but how, how, walk with me this way. Like, yeah. let's let's get you the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, Listen, like you don't want to be here. I'm gonna pay my t- no. You don't. You Not tonight. It. It's, it's okay. It's on us. We'll take care of it. So I get him out to the front and. Um, sit him down and he's he's wobbling and i was just like i was like how you getting home man like i don't call live for uber and i was like cool dude and he's like i just don't know how to do it <laughs> and i was like hey, me your phone man just unlock it real quick and i'll i'll 
I'll get I got, you. I got you, man. On your credit card. Yeah, not like <laughs> fucking not mine. I already paid your tab. So this is on you. I try to order, and it's insufficient funds. Uh, and so wasn't able to and, pay and his I bill anyway. I know they do the freebie thing. They were not giving this motherfucker this time. <laughs> so I was like, hey, and I was like, hey, man, like, uh, do you have another card or something that you can hook up to this? Because like, yeah. he was like, I don't, and I was like, oh my god. So, in efforts to just kind of expedite the situation, yeah. I made an Uber request on my phone. Uh, oh no! Oh, for this gentleman. Solid. Um, he didn't live far. Like he lived literally just south of Casey Moore's, uh-huh. and we're at Pedal House on Mill. Like mm-hmm. he was, he was a stone's fucking throw. Yeah, but this guy was puking everywhere. He wasn't gonna walk home, no fucking way. Uh-huh. And you know, I don't want to be on that string of bars that mm-hmm. where he finally ends up doing something really dumb, and then we're all fucking oh yeah, for it. Uh, ending a night in Casey Moore's without knowing where you're going is uh, not smart. It's treacherous, treacherous, treacherous. So, I already feel uh, bad for you. So he. Uh, he gets in, and it's this guy with a match, uh, Massachusetts number, and he basically, like, he gets him down the street, and I'm kind of watching, but I go back to work. I'm not really, like, yeah. just, like, please get him home, and hopefully nothing happens. Like, fingers fucking cross. Uh-huh. All Here. of a sudden, all of a sudden, my phone just starts, and I was like, I know what this is. I know what this is. This guy threw up in my fucking yep. car. Now $250. I got a $250 fucking dollar cleanup fee. Yep. That's uh, the minimum, mm-hmm. by the way. I don't know if you knew this. They can they can tear up. <laughs> it's not cool. There are multiple tears, it turns out. And I saw what this guy did to the bar, so I was like, oh, this has got to be bad. And uh, I, answer, I was like, hold on. I'm like, Chris, can you watch the fucking bar? Yeah. I run out, and I answer the fucking phone. I'm like, hello? Hello? And he goes... He's not waking up. <gasps> oh, jeez. That's, that's better than the puke. Dude. I've got a mirror to his nose. nose. The minute my phone vibrated and I saw a number I didn't know calling me, I was just like... It was a lot of money. I, I knew it. And then he was just like, yeah, he just won't wake up. And I was like, oh my God, that's the best possible Yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, as long as at some point <laughs> he woke up. And he was <laughs> at some point he needed to wake up. So then I'm like, I don't know I'm, like, I don't, for that. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, honk the fucking horn. Try. <laughs> I was like, try to wake him up. He's like, I try. He no waking up. And I was like, motherfucker. Pull him out of the car. I was like, seriously, I don't care. Leave him on the fucking sidewalk. I just want to get him out of my bar. He's just fucking barfing. Get him off my credit card. (laughs) So then the guy's guy's next suggestion is, you want me to bring him back there? I was like, no. (laughs) Absolutely do not bring him back here. I was like, what? So you just drive him back and he'll fall asleep again? I was like, dump his ass out. Did he dump him? I don't fucking. I hung up. I hung <laughs> he didn't up. Come back to the bar. I dump him <laughs> out. Did, the main thing is he didn't come back to the bar. Um, Did you ever see him again? Never since then. He's oh really? On, he's on Facebook. But I, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know I worked with you at one point. But I probably wouldn't have showed up either. Fucking Pukahontas over here. It's not <laughs> not cool, bro. <laughs> And I, 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 like, literally took a fucking $250 dice roll just yeah, to make dude, sure that guy got home safe. I was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, dude, I got to find this guy and get him. That is my redemption for all the shitty things I've ever done in my life. Yeah, you're a saint. Yeah, you're, just, working, just working on myself, man. That's why Angel wings were poking out. That's why I got this car hard. Right <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I'm working on is me. Dude, between the uh, the Ubers, the, the drunk peoples, and then the, uh, your... Uh, What's the shake? 
the shake, the uh, the meal prep shake. Oh god, like, dude, you're doing you're doing great. Oh yeah, you dude, got a glow I'm, to you. I'm trying to get you guys some corporate sponsors. <laughs> oh, I'm trying. Well, to, we could talk some shit. I'm trying to elevate. You know, just trying to build y'all up. Yeah, listen, we we, we like a we like a self improvement king around here. We appreciate that. Well, it's gonna last for like a week and a half, dude. I'm not gonna keep up with that shit. Come on. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we all know how benders work, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a roller coaster. I, mean, I got I got ups and downs. Recently, I put on a lot. I don't know if you guys noticed. I've gotten a lot fatter. Uh, you and me both. Listen, I just exist from a place of just being large in general, so I never notice, really. I just like eating what I want to eat, man. But I, like, I've been cooking from home, so there's like no reason I can't control, I don't know, the excessive so, amount of fat and shit I put in food. So I, ta- yeah. I, I actually have this conversation with people a lot. It's getting in the habit of cooking at home first, even if it's not the healthiest stuff, because... Unless you're at Selden Go every day, the decisions you make outside of the home are not good, right? So you might as well make those His at home. Jack, he's in a box. You might as well make those at home. Dial in your skills, like like when you first start cooking at home, or like when you get back in the rhythm of it. You, it's it's just timing things, right? Like you need to do a couple different it's things at man- once. Time management because you're not a fully staffed kitchen, right? So. You just time a few things out, and then once you get in the rhythm of that, you can just start making healthier decisions and moving them in and out, and and hopefully that's kind of what takes over. It's what I try to do when I get, like right now, I'm in, trying to get back into cooking it. Not everything's great. Like, we just had a bunch of, like, nice spinach pasta that was super fucking delicious the other night, but... Uh, do, you ever, uh, do you ever freak out on your... Like, do you ever use back-of-house voice on your lady while you're cooking in the kitchen? Fucking behind! Dude, Jesus! You've met I, Jack, right? I have, re- I have like, <laughs> literally reduced my girlfriend to, like, crying on the couch. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but, like, I had a fucking knife in my hand. No, mostly... To, I said fucking shark! She wants to have, like, a notebook fucking moment and, like, hug me from behind when I'm having... I have a Japanese fucking knife. <laughs> No, uh, Yes Chef is usually reserved for a uh, bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm, I'm low-key going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> that is a, that's a whole new world. That's a whole new world. You're welcome, sir. You're opening up, uh, <laughs> opening up a whole new world for me right now. Yes Chef in the bedroom. I've been watching the bear too much, dude. <laughs> dude, that was fucking traumatic, to be honest. It, <laughs> like, it literally was painfully accurate. Yeah, the it was. bear. Yeah, it's a it's a show on Hulu. It's 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 obviously dramatized to an insane point of where people focus on the wrong stuff. But like, it is the most accurate tobacco of the house employees that I've probably ever seen on. Screen. How many times do they say the word way? Oh, it's in it's in Philly, right? It doesn't take place in like Philadelphia uh, okay. or some shit. Yeah, it's in like it's in New York or Philly or some shit like that. And not yeah. enough Mexicans, that's so they don't use it. It's uh, just to get it. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely it, yeah. The, it's a lot uh, of fucking yelling and mm-hmm. it's it's the it's the back of the house ambiance that if you've ever worked in a mm-hmm. kitchen ever. It's just it's honest because like you watch something so like honest. and listen. No, no shade to John Favreau and Chef. That that movie did a lot of good work, inspiring that people, and it, really and it really did validate the hard work a lot of chefs do. Um, but the bear is real to like how line dog life works, because that is the experience of ninety five percent of people working in kitchens. It's brutal work. I've done it. I hated it. And that, um, that I'm glad he's outside it. drinking out of a fucking uh, a little quarter deli. Well, it's, yes, it's yep. funny because um, our next guest he, he's putting out we're at a beer festival. And, He's like, he's like, oh, you watch the bear, and I, I look down and I'm drinking out of one of them, uh, and I was like, a beer, and I was like, yes, but 
I was just in the kitchen, and then I went to go ask them for a cup, and I, and I looked over on the shelf, and I saw them. I was like, oh, never mind. I just went and <laughs> yeah. grabbed one off the shelf yeah. and uh, used it. But uh, the thing that really fucked with me the most is because when I first... I always like to just, like, shoot for the stars and then just get completely obliterated and just kind of, like, find my lane. Much like how I am in this industry now. Um, so, right like, I wanted, like, I was, you know, I was sous chef in an Italian saute kitchen. I was fucking running shit. And, but the norm, this French fucking chef, he's just always like, open your eyes before you open your mouth, cunt. Like, just always down my fucking neck. Like, watching that shit with him and, like, Joel McHale, I was like, I mean, this shit happens to people, bro. I'd live through that fucking shit. Like, and it's brutal. That's why you go work in, like, fucking janky-ass kitchens and, like, you know, with, like, fucking some raw dog fucking line guys. And it's just, that fucking show, like, really brought back, like, my early career in this business but it's so PTSD well done just straight up but it's it's good for that people can see that because even when i went to to school and stuff like that like they they feed you this it's like military recruiters they feed you this disillusionment of what you're going to accomplish and then they make it sound like if you do make it to the top like it was this insurmountable mountain and it's like but no like what works day to day is just being dedicated to the process and knowing that it's shit work and that, like, just like with architects, there's only 5% at the top. And that's that. And you just have to, you have to, like Escoffier, the creator of the culinary arts, said, you have to take pride in the mundane. If you're going to cut a potato for dinner, or if you're going to make ratatouille, or you're going to make a burger, or you're going to do anything, why wouldn't you want it to be the best you can possibly make? Oh, and then next time, try to do better. Because if not, then what is the purpose of cooking? Because then it's just to feed your mouth and not the soul right and like you have to with food and with like culture just like life like you can eat plain protein but like you have to feed both the soul and the mouth right totally absolutely have you ever worked in the kitchen in the beginning man actually uh my start in i guess uh, like completely in the industry was at four peaks not as a server no not, shit not as that was my very first service industry job did you have like cooking experience leading into this none and they, but they just needed someone in the kitchen i was so i was expo oh, okay yeah dude but that is after, the orchestrator after, of a restaurant man like it's after a while oh. i was such a presence in the kitchen that i was i won't say gifted certain tasks so definitely just doing shit outside of the yep. scope of my normal job um it was like, can you go pick this up from this district? Like, literally, I was doing sous chef shit. Yeah. So, unofficially, I kind of, you know, for a while, the kitchen manager, like, he would, he was absent, and mm -hmm. I would be the go-to. So, I kind of related to the back of, like, the gritty back, back of house that, you know, line cooks shit that Alex was talking about. <clears throat> only on that scale and then from there I kind of moved on so but I I still it, it's really funny my friend uh, my friend Kyle Graham I don't know have you guys been to Pala I haven't heard of downtown it downtown Phoenix Just spell it for me I guess P-A-L-A Phoenix P-H-O-E Phoenix don't fucking don't you fucking <laughs> do that you know how this fucking city is especially down Arizona. there oh yeah there's there, there's a place I still can't remember the name of it because they spell it so fucking obnoxiously that I can never remember it and like people are like that's why you do remember it. and it's like nope and it's it's this chef and he's just what you're saying is if it's not adjective animal 
Like, You're never going to remember yeah. it. Listen, if it's not an anagram like TGAIF, I, I can't even keep Thank it in my God head. Thank God it's Friday. You know what? Thank God it's Friday. Baby back ribs, man. That's I'm going to go there today. Date night with Brooke. Some chilies? Some, what, what's the name of that conglomerate that owns like literally all? Oh, that's um, the the, mac- Darden, the, the, mo- the macaroni even. grill one. I know what you're talking about. It's um, starts with a W, maybe. I, I don't yeah, know. it's it's the it's the company that owns Macaroni Grill. They're the ones that like own like all that. I, I just know that that's specifically one that's involved in it. That's um, the deep state. I'm convinced. Uh, yeah. Low key though, uh, the lady Jacqueline, uh, she likes um, going uh, to the Outback occasionally. We'll just uh, the Outback's not that bad. Well, I'll tell you what. I um, love the Demon Onion fan. It, totally. it, and it's just Outback's the preferred. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm anti, you know, family neighborhood like restaurant kind of thing. But like, a, it serves its own purpose in society. B, it was during our childhoods like super popular. And so it's a little nostalgic. And then I'll tell you what, if you work in this industry, almost everywhere you go, you know someone or you're kind of on and like, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Uh, And you're just somewhere and like, because people recognize you or like, it's hard to go somewhere and not see someone in the industry because it's just so Mm -hmm. small and just everyone's tripping over each other. It's like high school. But do you know how easy it is to just see no one you recognize by like walking into like a Mikhail's or like an Outback Steakhouse? It's, it's nice. It's relaxing. You can just enjoy you yourself. There's no the the server doesn't expect you to do anything other than just order your fucking food. Like there's not like some prepared like you know. And don't even get me wrong because we all do it. Like know someone who's like super passionate about craft or like this this crudité you make. It's just like listen. Here's the menu. If you could just tell me what you want because I got twenty tables in this fucking section and I'm like neck deep in orders. Like that's the kind of fucking shit where you can just disappear and just enjoy the mm-hmm. night. And you're the best customer they've had all night because you understand. I'm going to give them no gruff and I'm going to leave them a bigger tip than they'll get all day. I don't care that you're out of the Southwestern egg rolls. I don't want them shits anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably, it's probably best better. Best it's best right, best girl. Yep. Oh. It's all right. Dude, uh, I worked at Outback for years. Oh shit. And, uh, I remember being like, I broke a hundred dollars in tips. Like, what a day! Fuck that! <laughs> Fuck that! Those were the days, though, because ah, now I'm like, if I didn't make two hundred on a fucking Seriously. shift, I'm fucking quitting. Doesn't yeah. doesn't society, from like a, a job perspective, or like the way you have to like kind of climb this weird arbitrage of like ladders that don't make sense? Doesn't it feel a lot of times like your grandpa paying you two dollars an hour before you figured out how money worked, mm-hmm. and then he told uh, you not to spend it all on gum? Well, I, I have a very like specific story that I am I'll keep it quick but like I was whatever age I was when Batman Returns came out so I was allowed to walk to the theater which meant I could be five years old at the time I guess but I was probably the ten Keaton one right yeah the Keaton yeah, yeah, one but yeah, like okay. my I was a latchkey kid from five on so um so I wanted some money my family was poor I wanted to go see this movie it's like I love Batman it's the only thing I want to do and then so <clears throat> grandpa had some money he had some rentals and he's like oh yeah you come over and do some yard work for me I'll buy your ticket and everything for the movie. He's like, are you going to want popcorn? I was like, oh, yeah, popcorn. He's like, well, that's a little more. So he's like, kind of. He's he, itemizing. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, all right, well, I'll give you enough money for a ticket and a popcorn drink. And then that motherfucker put me to work for six hours <laughs> with a hand sigh. <laughs> to watch an hour 45 minutes. With a hand sigh to clear his fucking overgrown field. I had broken blisters on every part of my hands and fingers. And I just remember watching. It with my hands up because they were just so sore, covered in ointment, just like watching Batman Returns like, in the theater. I can't even touch the popcorn. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like awkward, like trying to hold the drink and like. But it was just and and I remember that all the time when it's like 
when you don't understand how money works or the value of it, someone's always going to be like, oh, no, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. And then, like, it, you know, it kind of feels like that. Like, you go work it out back, and they're like, oh, hey, here's 100 bucks. Like, you've never seen that before working. And you're like, holy shit. And the whole time, they're like, Phew. he took it. <laughs> and they just, like, walk off. And it's like, you just eventually you figure out what your worth is or what your time is worth or that you're exchanging bits of your life in exchange for yeah. labor. Ultimately, you decide the value of yeah. your dollar at the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. But dude, they tried to keep you in the dark for a long time. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. $5 is a ton of money. It's getting worse and worse. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, I worked I worked construction. Like, literally, I graduated high school, and I got into ASU, and my grandpa was like, cool, I'm footing the bill as long as you keep it fucking B average, which Did didn't last long. Oh. Uh, oh, you're not a B average, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I, I could have been. Oh, I, I just assumed you never even showed up to class. No, no, no. Uh, well, that that happened. I, I, sorry, I guess I should have said it like this. You were a student? Sure. I showed. I, 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 I was registered. I stopped showing up to class when I didn't have better things to do. I mean, which was... That's pretty quick. Partying. Yeah. Your first year of college, if you're not in it, that's you get so distracted. So Dude, quick. I kind of wish I would have waited. Like three or four years. Yeah. Oh, mature oh. up and figure out what's Absolutely. important. You know, Absolutely, that's the fucking scam. It just they like the military, you, you, like they get you before you can fucking figure out it's bullshit. You should mm-hmm. go live a little bit of your fucking life before you decide. Dude, I got to college and I was like, I'm taking college courses. I don't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I was doing every fucking trying to hit prereqs, but mm-hmm. also like maybe I want to be in film. What the fuck am I gonna do with a film degree? You know what I mean? Like, well, and that's the thing too. Is like you you hit 25, you want to be a film director. You you hit 22. 21, fuck, just 21, and you want to go serve the Navy? Lots of people do. Some people were born knowing they want to serve. Cool, but, like, tricking people who aren't out of high school yet to, like, sign up for loans or lifetime contracts. Extremely it's, like, predatory. It's uh, it's weird sometimes. Loans, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, the this whole student loan talk thing right now, that is the one thing that keeps being left out of the conversation that drives me crazy because it's like, oh, pay your bills and do that, and it's like, okay, we can talk about all that. But first and foremost... Every single one of those loans were predatory and authorized by Congress. And that's why no one's talking about it is because Congress had their fucking fingers in it with the Fannie Mae and the Sally Mac and all that. Mm -hmm. The way they turned education around and the way they left it to be predatory and all these crazy interest rates. It's like, yeah, I borrowed $40,000 and in my lifetime, I'll pay back $120,000. So it's not like pay the money you you borrowed. It's pay triple what you borrowed and I'm going to judge you like you're some fucking bum. And that is... Not the minority of stories in the college scheme when you don't have family wealth to pay for it. Like, it's predatory because they tell you that it's necessary. The guy I walked with at graduation, Clint Thrillguild, great dude, genius mind, His great with computer. Clint. Clint. He was the Clint commander. <laughs> None of you little fucks. <laughs> None of you little fucks. None of you little fucks. That little fuck. I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Silent Bob believe a woman's body is her choice. <laughs> so, okay, so. <laughs> it sounded like you said Clint. I, so I needed, I needed clarity. Clint, Clint was this genius dude, and we're like sitting there. We're like, you know, I'm nervous. I haven't walked. Like, I'm, I'm not one of the like normal families in town. Like I've talked about in the past, but so like. He's like, we're talking, and uh, I'm like, hey, man, like, what are you doing after this? Like, I'm obviously not going to the fucking party. I'm not fucking cool. And he's like, oh, all my shit's in my car, so I'm going to p- drive to the valley and start school. I was like, really? Pretty crazy. Clint? Uh, all people. Pretty crazy. You, you crazy Clint. Um, 
And then I ran into him. I was working a uniform security at AMC when I like first moved to the city before I started working in kitchens again. Um, and I ran into him outside of the AMC. And he, I was like, hey, man, what are you up to? He's like, and, and this, this is like five years after high school. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I got out of college and my degree doesn't exist anymore. It's like, what? He's like, yeah, I have to kind of figure out what I want to do with my life now. Because, like, this specific technology he went to go, like, integrate into just became obsolete. obsolete, And his whole, like, his whole industry died. And so he had spent all this money, has this degree, and is this genius in computers. But, like, he can't get hired anywhere because he was the specialist or whatever. And it's just like, holy shit, a dude I've never seen more dedicated to the process just got fucking bungalowed. Yeah. It's... Yeah, but how easily because it could have been the opposite way, right? Like he got in the specialized thing, and then now he's a millionaire, right? Like well, it's the a- dice we roll. Well, actually, the odds are insanely less that that would happen, Bobby. Uh, what? <laughs> it, it's it is planned obsolescence. Uh, it it, it, it a- is. It is less likely that the dice roll and you just like slip into some like new technology that gets picked up because the market is controlled by people with special interests. So Coding. you kind of have to be right. But there's. Tons of coders who are underpaid. Uh, the guys making the Marvel I'm, VFX guys, those are notoriously underpaid. And abused. Not if he was he, then, right? Not if he got a coding then. He could have been a Silicon Valley mogul. Sure, but again, that's rolling the dice. And more often, it is people that get left holding the bag than people who are millionaires. You sure, just, but also just could have had fallen into an amazing... Maybe not a millionaire, but like an amazing... Job being like, oh, I got in something ground level, and you know, I. But don't to be most billionaires talk about how school is irrelevant? I'm not, not saying part billionaires, of the process. But like okay, two hundred thousand dollars a year, making two hundred thousand dollars a year doing some computer work. Like, I would be stoked to make two hundred thousand dollars a year and be like, oh, my degree that I thought I was going to make like sixty k, be livable. Maybe, maybe if I'm really crushing a hundred thousand, doubled what I thought I was going to be because it was just the right field. There's the possibility. Sure, of you it. can get struck by lightning. <laughs> but, but but that's what How, you're literally arguing the point that like more it's it or are you saying it's more likely that people like strike it lucky and become a millionaire because like just I, logistically not that's not millionaire. true I'm saying like a, a legitimate salary job that you got into something you're like wow now it's like a bigger thing right like if you got into tech 10 years ago I think all of the people that were pushing hard to get into tech 10 15 years ago that are now making great wages maybe not millionaires but like making phenomenal money doing something that they're like i was interested in this and then it took off right like mm-hmm. there is a lot of those a lot of people out there that did that like think sure everybody is there i'm not saying they're all millionaires but the opportunity that they had that would have been this unknown uh you know it was like the last um oh fuck i'm there's the opportunity that the, the unknown right like it, sure. we didn't know what was going to happen but I want to get in because it's interesting and now I make great money support a family of five and I don't think about my bills sure. right like that's the opportunity I'm not saying that everybody had the opportunity to get to not get fucked. So what you're saying, there's a lot of people that do get we're fucked. saying the same thing college people, is yeah, geek squad college yeah, is right? a casino like, we're saying the same thing college is a casino because for every blu-ray dvd company there's an hd dvd it went fucking shit down because the market's controlled by special interests where everyone that worked at HD DVD who invested in that technology and believed in it and did all the right things, but just didn't work for the right company that Walmart and 
you know, uh, Sony partnered with exclusively. That's the gamble with all life, though. Again, right? Like, I'm a laser disc guy. We could have got, <laughs> yeah, laser disc. I got Braveheart. You want to come watch it? We, I got Braveheart on Labor yeah, Place. We could have gotten into, you know, craft beer and craft beer could have never taken off, right? Like we could have. Well, isn't that where we're at now? Like craft beer can just fail miserably. And it's still less percent than five percent market share. It's tanking. It's fucking tanking. Uh, we're well, moving the deck chairs on the Titanic, buddy. It's it's work. I, I'm telling you, like, <laughs> if I, still if, playing. if craft beer crumbled, I, I'm I'm good enough to do a lot of things, but I wouldn't enjoy what I do anymore. I couldn't agree more. Like this industry builds a, a deep skill set, uh, the service industry in general. We're well rounded, but I do like being in kind of this like side part of how the rest of the society society exists that kind of keeps it moving right like it's we get, we get yeah we get to, but you know me and bobby especially yourself you know as a bartender like we get to be kind of like the faces of mm-hmm. those weird cooks in the back and you know the just the the I rest, like the rest of people weird. well i, I was are. i was one you of them. Envy them i'm like you don't have to deal with them oh yeah <laughs> Listen, dude. That's my brewer. If the money were the same, the sales side. If the um, money were the same, uh, yeah, I'd yeah. go back. So the I I definitely like talk to my brewers. I'm like, yo, I need some coverage. I need this like event covered. You'll make we'll pay you to run this, but I'm triple booked. Right. So like, I need this. Will you do it? And they'll go, no. I'm like, I'll pay you hourly double your brewing salary <laughs> for this. Will you do it? I need this. And they go, no, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm no. Like, Fuck off! Like, seriously? Like, yeah, it's, I have zero interest in it. Like, I don't want to be that people person. I don't want to like go and be like put a smile on a fucking everybody because they're gonna do something like this beer's not all right. I'm like, fuck you! I brewed it. Eat a dick. Goodbye. Dude, like, I, I have friends that were brewing beer, and they had creative control over most of the beer mm-hmm. being produced there, and were taxed for taking bar shifts on the side. Mm-hmm claiming that the beer was losing the quality that it normally had and you have to pick between one or the other the bad money that we're offering you as a mm-hmm. brewer or taking some bar shifts mm-hmm. and they were like fuck you bar yeah like oh yeah for sure God damn. make way more money he always made the right choice on yeah. that one yeah but history, still, history like, has shown it's i mean he's doing okay they he's wanted doing to do right they they wanted to do what they were doing like they got in the, they got in that industry for a reason and that specific part of the industry for a reason but you're like damn i can make two three hundred dollars doing this and that actually allows me to keep doing this job because at two three hundred dollars a week working one bar shift is like that pays the bills. I don't want to have to worry about the such the budget and those kind of things, right? I, um, I'd be, I'll be missing admin positions mm-hmm. in any any format every fucking time. Okay. <laughs> so um, it's a fucking it's a it's the dream and the lie. Since we're in the uh, the service industry talk, what's your uh, what's your forever chain restaurant? If you had to pick one that you could only eat at for the rest of your life, fuck, dude. Um. So one's coming to mind, but it's kind of like falling off. Okay. Remember Coco's? Yeah. Yeah. The breakfast joint? Yeah. No, no, no. no. no That's I've, crackers. I've had many. Coco's. Yes. Fucking Coco's. Coco's. Um, I used to go there with my family all the time, so that has like a weird nostalgia, a nostalgia. hit yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I got was like, I used to always get chicken fingers and fucking honey mustard. And it's the same chicken fingers you can get fucking anywhere that just orders yep. those fucking oh, yeah, the, the, IQF, you know, yeah. indi- individually quick frozen. Um, 
and somehow that taste just that that's a it's weird chain want. that like hits weird dude for that me. that specific chicken strip you're talking about and like honey mustard sauce was like my staple for like my half my 20s i was growing up working in kitchens they were always there there was the frank's hot honey mustard always there you just like and it wasn't hot it was just like the honey mustard you're supposed to mix with the hot i don't know if they still do it like that but it was just like thick tangy like fucking honey mustard just dip so chicken. much and oh. so much breading just uh, just in, like more breading, breading than chicken sometimes if i really wanted to amp it up i'd take that and add more bread and make it a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> and then cheese so not just more cheese and bread <laughs> dude are you ordering the chicken fingers off a kid's menu at GP, and with fifty percent off, it's like three dollars and change. A GP, <laughs> golden. Oh, uh, the, the 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 old golden, GP, the most golden. Yeah. <laughs> Crappier mecca of the, uh, not of where of that street. It's just kind of that's the weird thing, and you know what's weird about golden pineapple too is like, so many people just come in. We were just driving by and we saw the tree out front. I'm like, that is bizarre to me. That's what got you in was the tree? And I'm like, dude, I drive by places all the time. I'm like, that was cool. I'll go there maybe never <laughs> in a few months. And some people are just I'm like, like no, turn the fucking car around. <laughs> you pull the fucking... <laughs> bur- people bourbon over the fucking side. Dude, that's how I found one of my favorite bars that ever existed, which was Krabby Don's. Oh, dude, Krabby Don's. Dude, I drove I've, by. I've, I've been there a handful of times. And it said bar. And uh, I hit <laughs> up my buddy and I was like... It was close to home, and I was like, let's I'm, give it a you're shot. Like, you're like, bar? I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really go. need much more, and the sign was shitty, in fact. Like, that, 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 that's more like, for people in our industry, a sign like that might as well be the biggest neon in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Just shitty sign that says Chinese food or, like, bar. And it was shitty, and you go, that's, that's literally, like, the target audience, right? Like, I was looking for a dope dive bar near uh-huh. home that I could regular not break the bank. That's a beat sign. Yeah. That's prop like I know from that sign what to expect walking in. But if you see a neon sign that says the angry ostrich, what are you gonna think? That's expensive pints of beer. Is that a cockfighting? I don't know what they're doing in there. Oh, I see that and I go, it's probably overpriced. Dude, when I lived in Central Phoenix in the Willetta Historic District, I I lived right there, basically on fifteenth and McDowell, maybe like four hundred feet off fifteenth. So but it was like seventh was my closest main street. So I could walk right up to 15th, and then there's, like, maybe 500 feet and overpass. So, you know, that's always fun. But, like, I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm big and whatever. So, but you just, if you walk on that street and you walk up, and then and, and it's not more than, like, 1,500 feet past that. So, it's maybe 2,000 feet from where I've walked now, quarter mile-ish. Um, Roosevelt hits. That's right. Where Roosevelt hits McDowell is at 15th. Yeah. And that's where the bikini lounge is. But when you're walking up, you just kind of see the boxing gym, and you're in, like, a residential area coming under an overpass, kind of into, like, a lower economic-style commercially zoned area. And there's just a single lit arrow, kind of, like, come down, cocked, and then just says, cocktails. And then the Bikini Lounge on Grand is, like, it looks like this weird tiki place, which it's not. But I, so not. I actually hadn't seen the front. Like, I would, I would step out front and smoke all the time. And it wasn't until I crossed the street one time to look at the hotels that were being remodeled that I looked back and I was like, oh, shit, this has a whole front to it. But, like, because it just was, like, cocktails. And it's like, this is perfect. And you walk and you come through, the, like, you move around, like, the employees' cars to get to the back door. And you come in and you usually bump into someone playing pool right next to the fucking bathrooms. It's 
It's a very yeah. Once you get in there, it's very cramped, isn't it? Once it's, you get in there, it's fine. But yeah, it's it's a little awkward the first time, and then uh, and yeah, in a bikini and like <laughs> dude, twelve. Years. I, don't I tried to buy that. Years, I tried to buy that place twice. Really? Yeah, I love it. It's 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 a it's a staple. Definitely like that weird. Do you remember Avenue. Wes, the uh, the Polynesian bartender that would wear the uh, spam shirt? Every time I went there, and it was because. I was dating a girl that like lived over there at the time, so we mm-hmm. would just like hang out at her house, ride our bikes over to Bikini, and then ride back down Nineteenth okay. Avenue. I think she lived on, which another mm-hmm. one of the only other reasons I'll go into the avenues, boys. We, did we, they call? We, did the did they wear bikinis? Why was it called the Bikini Lounge? Uh, it was a it was Tiki vibes, I guess. It was just it was decorated like a tiki bar a if you bar. did it super lo- okay. low key, but budget. if you did it low budget, and then it was just a dive bar on top of that. Yeah, they could not make any tiki drinks. Asking them for a cocktail was a dumb idea. Rum and Coke <laughs> was the best tiki drink that they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we had. Although I did order redheaded sluts when yeah. I took Jacqueline there. That was hilarious. Uh, I got two questions for you, Alex. Will you grab me a beer? Yes, sir. Uh, the easy girl, living. I'll take one too. I'll do the easy living. Um, or wait, and what else we got in there? I got a fairly new IPA. It was made while well, it was cold, I guess. You wanna? Is it cold? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking cold IPA. I get yeah. it. I get it. Can yeah, see how. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the other question <laughs> is, what's your chain restaurant? You can't say Coco's. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, I already said it. <laughs> I took Coco's. Um, so... I'd want to say Outback just because, like, that would make my wife happy. And, like, so if it were about, like, my total life happiness, it would be obviously Outback because Jacqueline likes that. I don't really have a, a ton of preference. Yeah, but, but, but if it were, listen, I got you. Circle K hot dogs. But if this were me, it would obviously be Hooters. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, folks. No, we all know again. why you're going Twin there, Peaks. Alex. Uh, John Henry's. No, uh, <laughs> just name all of them. <laughs> Bill Johnson's Big Apple. <laughs> um,. I don't even know if I want to say this on, uh, on anything recorded, but I've always actually, um, I've always had a soft spot for uh, TJ Fridays specifically. Dude, thank God it's Friday. Um, and the funny thing is, is I've always hated that slogan. I've always hated all of their commercials. I've hated the thought of them. Their their branding. They're fun. Uh, but they're fun. But thank God. But when I worked at Iguana Max, again, it was about like finding your own space that isn't full of like your regulars that are bar hopping and stuff like that so uh one of our bartenders started like moonlighting at tgi fridays uh just down the street in chandler so we would over by chandler mall so we would go down and start hanging out with him there and it just kind of became this routine thing and like they are like i would say the taco bell of neighborhood restaurants and what i mean by that is they innovate more they're more creative they kind of speak to like a stoner crowd but they also do hit the middle pretty well right like they like do a good job with family it's like boulders on broadway yeah so it's just this constant many like guests. <laughs> yeah i mean guests coming in yeah he's a i don't we, think we call him a door. series regular yeah jameson yeah. Can't get Un, to this uh, unpaid series regularly yeah. kicks it in uh, it's like stern <laughs> yeah so I, i'd pick tgi fridays for, for that reason is like they are more of a like here's the bar would you like to go sit in the restaurant much like Iguana Max was where I feel the other ones are so, sort of like here's a restaurant and there's a bar over there we can like kind of like let you walk through the restaurant to get to while everyone stares at you or we can walk you over there um so yeah i mean that like as far as like big old school style chain like that definitely be it i'm a 
P.F. Chang's guy. I'm in chain. Yeah. P.F. Chang's is like high quality chain food. I'm more of a payway guy, but payway I feel like dope. you pay way Payway's too much. Payway's dope. For, oh, yeah, like you just you. go to uh, P.F. Chang's and for not that much more, I feel like you get better stuff. I mean, dude, I used to take dates to Chang's all the time. Oh, it's like, the best. It's like you're flexing. I, I do that. Is, that's I am like, signing a blowjob. Compound chicken for eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> Charge it. That's how <laughs> I got uh, this. That's Arby's. Well, that would for, be the 30 uh, million fast food, right? right? Like Arby's is like the expensive date for fast food. Are you just Are you just trying to get us to all shit ourselves? Go, go eat. Some Dude, a beef and cheddar. I get down. Dude, remember when they did five for five? Yes, I fucking do. Those were the fucking days. And then it was two for five. Now it's like uh, half of one for five. <laughs> Jesus. You can get the medium order for mm-hmm. five bucks. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'd get five beef and cheddar for five bucks, dude. Lose what is Arby's sauce? Like, I think. Oh, dude, the house about to collapse. He's a, uh, you know, it's like DJ Khaled. Another one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if at first another one. Arby's sauce has got to be like uh, young child's blood. Um, it's it's oddly tangy and like so and good. Watered down ketchup with a splash of Worcestershire sauce. Have you had the Red Ranch? So fucking good. The thing. Wait, what? How often are you going to Arby's? <laughs> the Red Ranch. It's the fucking sauce on the beef and cheddar. It's the red sauce on the beef and cheddar. It's so good. The Red Ranch. That's what they call it. Huh. It's so a, that's what that's, I call. And it. that's how it's been forever. They call like the the red sauce that they put on a beef and cheddar Red Ranch. I thought they just, but that's just Arby's sauce. That's no, Arby's sauce. No? It's different than Arby's sauce. What? Yeah, I don't remember a ranchy sauce being on beef and cheddar. It's different than Arby's sauce. None of us said it or no, huh? That's interesting. And do I want to do the dice roll of trying some Arby's when I get home tonight? Dude, I might eat it tonight. I'm definitely there's one right, on the way there's home. There's one right, the closest <laughs> yeah. fast food place to my house that isn't Sonic and Philly Bees, which is directly across the street from my house. It's, it's, the it's, I've it's, been there. it's the building it's with Arby's. the meats. It's Gilbert McKellar, baby. Fucking old ass cowboy uh, hat. Yes, so it, is. it was across the street. It's literally <laughs> Bobby across, knows. It's across the street from the Outback I used to work at. Yeah, and if that's I need, the Outback I go to. I need to you eat, know what they say? Location, location, dude, location. If I need to eat something before going to work, it was the out. It was the Arby's right there. So I'd grab beef and cheddar. Boom, cruise it on in. Dude, beef and cheddar is so fucking. It's know, so good. They have the. Meats. I was such a bitch when they I was a the kid meats. that I, I didn't. I didn't like fucking onions. Oh, are you Matt picked Barrett, them off the uh, Matt Barrett straight up loves onions they're right now. Amazing, but I love the beef and cheddar. But the I, onion seed bun was the onion not seed a thing. bun was. I mean, this wasn't the days of Uber where you could just be like, I don't want this pickle right here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> This was the days of like <laughs> your mom yelled at you of what do you want from Arby's? Yeah, She's, you don't like a Big Mac, you like starving. That's what you get. You get what you get. So don't throw I, my my stupid ass would sit there and let my beef and cheddar get cold because I would sit there and meticulously pick off every stupid piece of I'm assuming dehydrated oh, no doubt, yeah. onion. Ugh. If it was even onion, man. Arby sales is going up because of this podcast. There's like seven people like pulling into Arby's right now. Honestly, dude, I'm doing so many fucking plugs. Right <laughs> and I'm hoping, I'm hoping tomorrow I just wake up with random fucking transactions. Royalty just like, Let's fucking go. I'm gonna when I, when I do like post this on my Twitter, I'm gonna tag literally every. Yeah, yeah. It's ten percent off at Arby's drive if you mention this podcast. Tripping animals in Doral, Florida. You owe me a check. Yeah. <laughs> or a four pack. And honestly, that's as good as a check. Take away your case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the CZ Living's good, though. I don't hate it. Cold IPA because it was just. Uh, lager yeast instead of ale yeast. Oh. It's eh. the only difference. Nobody fucking knows that. 
So it's an IPL. Yeah. Yeah. But if you call an IPL, won't sell. There are nobody s- will buy. Yeah, dude. There is a weird. Yeah, I don't know. There's so many. It's worse, all marketing, it's, dude. It's weird marketing too, because like essentially, this what I'm drinking is a session IPA with a different ester profile. Well, and it's it's like six and a half percent. Well, I'm. Fucking, yeah, we had to crush this lager to make it happen. I'm, I'm fucking drunk. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. ever grow up playing sports? Oh, uh, yeah, dude. A lot of fucking Little League. Dude, wow. I love Little League. That was like the highlight to my childhood. Started with T-ball. Like, you know. Yep. Worked my way up. If there was a position you could play in a professional sports that you think you could have made it in, oh, what would it be? Fuck. I don't know. I pretty much sucked at all of them. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did. You know what? To be completely honest, I have to give myself some credit. Uh, oh, hey. Not He's back, guys. Yeah. <laughs> If the actual fluid conversation gave you any interest, what happened? Uh, dude, so the volleyball team at Dobson High School. Yeah. Volleyball for, so they had women's volleyball for a very long time, but I'm fucking gender, gender neutral as all fuck. day. We, I don't think there's a, I don't have a political opinion on that, but the men's volleyball team on Dobson had significantly fallen off since about the late 70s. So somebody was like, I was like kind of in the mode where I, I like, I played a offensive left guard on the football team. Mm-hmm. I was on the wrestling team after football season. So I roll around with dudes. Dope. <laughs> so God, it was so Let's talk about this more. Keep it to the low. Sorry guys. <laughs> um, and then after wrestling season was up, I was like, Hey, like, what are we doing in the spring? Yeah. And volleyball was one of the choices. So a bunch of, a bunch of guys at Dobson got together and was like, hey, we want to revive the men's volleyball team. Fuck yeah. Here's the fucking problem. All the fucking equipment they had was from like 1970 oh, fucking yeah. eight. It's Wilson as the ball. Dude, I'm talking <laughs> like the giant lapels on the foot, like the Corduroy shorts. The, they're like, oh, you guys want to play volleyball? Here's some fucking antiques. And they just, and yep. we were like, no. So Wooden we, racket for some reason. Bro, we did like... Uh, <laughs> We did car washes and like fundraisers yep. and shit, so we could get like something board shorts and like I don't know puka shell necklaces <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it was the early fucking two thousands, you know. We were we were going for a very so, some bleach so you could uh, frost your tips. We were trying to. Get, <laughs> there were several several people on the team that had that. Oh yeah, but the bait. I mean, I was tall at that point. That's the thing. Like I was a fat, short little shit when I played offensive left guard and fucking uh-huh. in uh in football. And the problem with football is like you're working out in the heat and throwing up a lot, and I I shed a ton of fucking weight. So they were like, "Hey, you can't be a fucking offensive lineman anymore because you weigh literally nothing now." I'm like, "Well, that's your fucking fault. <laughs> you guys ran the shit out of me." So like, I don't know. Do you want to be like a, a wide receiver? And I was like, "I can't run, asshole. I'm a fucking lineman." I've been going up, down, up, down yep. the entire fucking time. So, wrestling after that was like the next thing. But we actually, uh, volleyball might have been my favorite, dude, because it was so. No one took it seriously. Dude, we should start a volleyball league. Dude, do you think you can use that back alley outside of Chupacabra don't to stop, fill it up with bo- sand? Stop it. Bobby doesn't have time to do fucking shit. I don't have time for shit. I just yeah, yeah. Say you were like he's, he's, he's like, let's do a thing. The guy, I love doing things. The guy that knocked this time back. Two hours on two separate occasions. 
<laughs> By the way, guys, it's three work. I'm like, I've got a 76 second window. Let's do something. Well, tomorrow's tomorrow's great for recording because Kevin also would like to get out of here fucking early, so uh, it worked oh. out tight. I gotta move some things around. Yeah, I'm gonna make this work. I'm two, sorry. Two p.m. I'll make this yeah. work. No, I don't mind it. I'll make this work. So I just want to bring another it up. another three things have come up. <laughs> but uh, if I can get any of it off your plate, let me know. I, I plug the show all the time. Obviously, like after I did my episode, I'm like, hey, go listen. Well, that to is me. your self marketing is very clear. I'll it buy worked. Downloads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, like if you want to go hear me talk about shit in my fucking pants <laughs> in an alley, I mean, you dude, know fucking everybody. It's so. Then I, I like I told my friend I'm like hey I'm going on this podcast today like mm-hmm. I was talking to him earlier he's on his laptop and he's skimming through he's like, what's it called it's industry secrets and he yeah. he looks it up on whatever he's scrolling down and he's like wow you're way down there I was like yeah it was like over a year ago over, yeah like almost yeah, over a year ago yeah yeah did we hit one year so this is episode fifty five. That's like three weeks off a year, and we've been off a few cycles. So it's like either a year or it's like actually, 14 like months. Right there, it's, yeah. it's actually pronounced 55. 55. If you've ever seen the group, that's <laughs> It's an old dark flash animation, dark corner of the internet. Uh, so as we're scrolling through, because I'm watching him like look down and show more. Look down, yeah. show more. Look down. It's taking a while because you guys have done so much shit we tried since i've been on here it's, last we're trying. Yeah. proud of you thank you thank yeah. you doing great so then i see brandon fucking casey and <laughs> like, first of all brandon casey is awkward tall yes that man is so tall that you will stop what you're eating you stop eating what you're eating and look over at him people you, he's not normal tall i hang out with him all the time and it's so weird to have to look up at anybody and the more i hang out with him i'm like i'm just not Fucking my neck! I'm not used to. You, you just so it's, you, so it's like sitting at the front row at a fucking movie theater and yeah. you just fucked for but the next three days. But he's such a gentleman. He just walks really close to me and just leers down now. So you know it helps. Which is even <laughs> creepier. It looks like he's about to eat you. Well, fun fact: I'm kind you, of into it, so it's fine. Fun fact: If you push Brandon Casey over, he yells timber. <laughs> <laughs> he is that awkwardly I, fucking I tall. Fuck you, Brandon Casey! You weird piece of shit. <laughs> Brandon fucking Casey. Happy fucking belated birthday. I'm sorry I didn't show up, but I told you I did Uh because you were so drunk you probably wouldn't remember it anyway. You were there because I was there for sure. I know he saw me sober, but I saw you. Can you hear us winking at each other? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) you could hear the kisses though. He can hear my butthole. So we got to wrap this up. I got a babysitter at five o'clock. Uh, and I don't even know what Brooke and I are going to do tonight, but we're taking advantage of this. So do we have time? For one and then the shout out, we got time for an industry shout out. Unless we can make this quick, come down. Well, I mean, someone was supposed to tell us about a yucca creature, and it's... oh yeah, dude, there's too much. There's mm-hmm. okay. Listen, there's, I, there's way. We'll too have you many. back. Listen, we'll jo- back. Josh Hockey does the same thing to us every time. Yeah, we'll have you it's, back. It's just build you up. <laughs> Next time on Industry yeah, right. Literally, this motherfucker does. He walked over to me the other day, and he's like, we still haven't even scratched the surface. I'm like, cool, <laughs> let's get scheduled, and fucking, I'll do 20. Let's do it. Like, I need to get you a schedule. <laughs> but he's he's good at suspense, this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, Yucca's too ripe with him. So okay. I'll, I'll dig a few out for next time. Yeah. Next uh, time so on Industry Secrets. I'll kick off the, uh, sure. the industry shout-out and... First off, fuck historic brewing. 
I mean, I, couldn't, I could not agree more, but continue. You continue. Uh, <laughs> That's the weirdest shout-out I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> hey, they're opposable is good. That's it. Fuck everything else. Uh, come after us. Uh, we start an LLC. Take us down. Comments are uh, lighting up. Yeah, we got a hundred people have listened to your episode that got our back. Uh, I bring the I bring the mad army yeah. with me every so, time. So, uh, shout-out, fuck them. Um, and then actual shout out to the old shitty Quickie Mart that sold and is now the Grab and Go. Fuck yeah. Main and Mace Drive. Just got to check out that upgrade today. It popped in pimp. today, yeah. yeah uh, we actually were able to get like in code beer of a style that we wanted. Well, we also, because the last time we were there, we were like, hey, what would you prefer? And that was not a conversation that we actually got to continue. It was a, hey, what will we settle on? And oh, today yeah. we got to actually have that conversation. Yeah, we got to pick what, what we would wanted. you prefer? They, yeah, what they had, dude, what, what they had before was it was. It, it was Abysmal. like he knew he like every order. He's like, I'm gonna sell this shit in three days. <laughs> like, I'm gonna yeah. order enough to get to five days from here. Yeah, there was about sixty percent of the shelves open, and now he's loaded up with beer, and he wants more to be craft centric. Um, he wants to bring more of this like craft bottle centric bottle like bottle shop centric feel to it. Um, and I'm excited. I told him he'll he'll earn a lot of my a lot of my money. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Want to co-sign that shout out? He carries a. Uh, uh, prickly pear wheat from Grand Canyon. Um, uh, first of all, I just want to like uh, pivot off Bobby's shout out. Like Drew, you're a smelly bastard. Go pay attention to your children uh, and quit bitching about what I'm doing with my life. Um, but mostly, I want to shout out. Um, and I was actually hoping that I could wait till now to do it. Well, just rich. It's rich, dude. It's just so rich. <laughs> By all means, continue. We're getting some litigious ass motherfucker coming after a fucking third rate podcast uh, that we're talking about in our basement to like 20 of our friends. For the record, my name is Mark Bennett. (laughs) Yeah, get off our back. Fucking suck a dick. And you know we're going to lean harder into this. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm an animal, man. Um, so, but I, I wanted to save the shout out and not actually tell him he forced it out of me, but, uh, fuck you, Coop. Um, so I went to his place to check it out. Um, just, I'm not going to bury the lead. It was amazing. Uh, and then he kept trying to like pull it out of me like, Oh, Hey, what's up? What's up? And I was like, no, and he left. And then he like the next morning, he's like, what the fuck did you like? So I did want to kind of wait to do it now. Coop, you forced my hand, but, um, Blew me away. Fault. Like, I've known Coop for, obviously, since Iguanas and stuff like that. He took over the old Mr. Brew's Tap House out in... Uh, the OG? Ocotillo. Yeah, yeah, the OG. It's now just called Brew's Tap House. Um, it's great. It was formerly Carlos and Emily's, which has actually been shouted out on this podcast before. So, literally, like, keep it in the family, right? Um, Del Toro, a friend of the pod. Coop, get off your ass and get on this podcast. Um... The fries, I've been trying not to eat fries. I eat all of them. They were great. They're fresh, made, like, kind of in and out. But they were, they were great. Um, more than great. I, I really like them. The burgers fuck. Like, Coop's been in this business a long time. I tried to plan a sandwich concept with them years ago when we were both a lot younger. We looked at sneakers before it became Boulders on Southern, me and Coop. So we've been at this a long time. I, I know he's talented. I know he's smart. Um, but he's really pulled off a killer burger joint. Bobby will have to go over there and I just give had, him some. Literally this this week, mm-hmm. I had someone totally unrelated tell oh. me that it's the best burger joint in Arizona. It's it's got some dank ass burgers, man. Um, I I don't know if I would <laughs> land on best because I don't know that I've ever put that through my head, but it would definitely be in the conversation yeah. for sure. You've clearly not been eating as many burgers. You're slimming down. You're looking great. Yeah, thank you. I uh, know the fries. Let's do a burger podcast. 
Yeah. We got bags. We still need the hot wing. Yeah. We we definitely need to get with similar on the hot ones uh, challenge and get that going. The problem is I wanted to like actually run through the hot ones, hot sauces. Yeah. Their 10 sauce thing is like $130. I'm not paying it. Dude, I make hot sauce now. I'll give you some. Oh, you! I've brought some shit in. Dude, here. the chocolate ma- strawberry hot sauce. Do or we chocolate do mango chocolate hot sauce? Bl- I did a chocolate blueberry, blueberry ghost yes. pepper. That was it was. Phenomenal. And my buddy was like, "What are you gonna put that on?" I was like, "I don't fucking know." But it was good. <laughs> it, was good. it was good. I mean, I think we should do the hot ones. However, we do it. I mean, yeah. Just like this equipment, I'm, f- I'm, I'm, I'm down for half. I mean, just, just to you do it. A video of that one though. I'll just uh, that that might you know. Maybe that's a good plan. We'll goal that to be our first video podcast. I'll just do the uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings Hot One Challenge where they just like have their ten hot sauces, whatever, and then just bring it in here. But like that's so mediocre. Just like everything else they make. God. Coming for you, Buffalo Wild Wings. Dude, I'll tell you every now. Coming my mention. Fuck I... historic and fuck Buffalo. <laughs> <Wild Wings. laughs> Again, come my name us. is Mark Bennett. Do not come for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm Robbie Viggle. So uh. there you go. Uh, I just want a huge shout out to Sadicore, Sadicore family. Shout, shout. Recently out. did a uh, collab with Chupacabra Taproom. Bobby, are you familiar? And Oro, and a little bit of Oro sprinkled Dude, in there so as well. What? Did you see Oro? the video? Why? Why was there Oro? What video? Oro. Oh, Oro. The video that they made oh, about bro. the collab. No. So. I go oh, into no, dude, work. The, the passing? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. The real. I go into work. I'm, like, getting ready to leave to head to Chupacabra, and Eric and Trent text me, like, we're hey, we're doing, you. like, a video um, for it, and they want to, like, video you tapping it. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, Trent's like, wear a Chupacabra shirt. I'm like, I'm wearing, I'm, like, actively wearing the Chupacabra shirt I oh, made they don't, for us. they don't know how big your <clears throat> keg fridge is. Yeah, so I'm like. They just like, want to be looking at my asshole. Yeah, it's like time. you just want to take me tapping a keg. I'm like, whatever, I'll get there early. So I'm at Chupa just waiting. And then uh Trent texts me, he's like, they're waiting for you. I'm like, I'm here. And they're like, no, at Oro, you have to go to Oro. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand any of this thing. So now I'm like walking over to Oro and we do like the little hand pass. And he's like, we're finishing it at Chupa, and it's gonna be you like taking a sip of the beer. And I was like, I was not prepared for this. Like I thought I just needed to tap Your a hand's keg. fucking shaking, bro. Bobby <laughs> <laughs> gets a little nervous on film. And uh, I think it was Liz even was like, you look weird as fuck on that video. <laughs> no. I needed that. Thank you. Like, I no, was not ready for this. And now, they don't ask me to be in the videos anymore <laughs> yeah. for obvious reasons. <laughs> but, yo, huge, huge, huge shout out to Saturday Corps, man. Uh, great family. Good people. Yeah, no, uh, Jason and Josh, and I think they're, is it Randy? I always get it wrong. Jason's cousin that does a lot of the brewing. Jacob. Jacob. The, where lepre- am I getting Randy? leprechaun looking guy? Yeah. I, he I was don't just know Randy getting, for Jacob. I don't, I, I'm feeling I'm Randy. Randy. I don't know. Anyways, uh, those three dudes. Sorry, Jacob. I'm the fucking worst. Um, <laughs> did it, you what, what do you do? You, those are great dudes. Did Love you try them. their peach pizza Oh God. Oh, dude. I eat. Do you know why I'm up, like... 30 fucking Because Adam Allison is a fucking genius who's not, like, sequestered out to Eastmark anymore because right. he's fucking up Cidercore. So that's the other thing. The new Gilbert location. A lot of people don't know Gilbert's still around. Uh, we don't have pizza there, but Adam Allison in Brightside Burgers is doing some bomb shit. Dude, Adam this Allison guy is knows such cheese a cheese curds and poutine and oh. they did an Elote burger recently. Adam Allison just gets food. He understands its vibes. He took gets th- it. Took, he just, he's so smart. Took two to three so years genius. off my life eating that shit, mm-hmm. but... Dude, dude, speaking of, 
Brandon Casey's birthday last year. That was when Brightside Burgers, like, kind of, like, not launched, but, like, was, like, brand new. He, like, pulled up to, like, Brandon's birthday, and, like, that was the first time I tried it. It was, like, right there. And then Andrew Cooper from 12 West was, you know, moonlighting, uh, working the truck. And I, I was just... Every time I run into Adam, every time I taste something he's created with his hands, I am just fucking floored. Um, so I guess uh, a final shout-out to Adam Allison. And we're going to wrap this up because Bobby is furiously texting, which means it's time to wrap it the fuck up. Um, so, Bobby, uh, fantastic episode. We, uh, Thank we you, Matt, for coming back on. Thanks for having me back, man. All right, guys. Thanks. Cheers. See ya.